Previously on the Pod Called Quest. So you guys feel the sudden shift from the inside of your home into the cold, deep area of the mines. What is the plan, guys? The completionist in me wants to go back to where we found the dead doors where we teleported out of and go through all those doors. Remember, you are on our timetables here. Yes. That is something to keep in mind. Do not forget. So we need to be swifty, Mm. y'all. We need to be quick. As you guys move between some of these buildings, you can actually see there are large smithing implements. Above the door is actually a plaque with dwarven runes. It says Smith and Miner's Guildhouse. You hear a a very stark sound kind of echoing inside this cavernous area. Leaping from one of the buildings is this mechanical, golden, multi-limbed construct. So I was right about flesh-eating robot then. I hate it when I'm right. Well, first things first. Rage! This is me five attacks. I'm sorry, I, did you say five attacks? Yeah. He did say that. Ooh, that's natural 20. Critical. Oh, oh, fuck. Okay. Time to confirm the critical. Oh, no, another natural 20. <laughs> Are you kidding me? As you shoot through this thing and you watch as it goes haywire, you once again see the core of it dissipates the rest of its energy. Real death rose. Everybody, welcome to episode 67 of the pod called Quest. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. I'm Shane. I'm Stephanie. I'm Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. <laughs> What's that I smell? <laughs> Shane's here. That's right. Oh, <laughs> not, not again. <laughs> What's that you smell? <laughs> yeah. For anyone who can't tell, because, you know, my editing is so good, you can't tell. Shane's in the room. Woo, Shane's I'm here. Touch my hand. Touch my hand. We're touching wow, hands. We're so touching romantic. hands. Shane is in town uh, recording a record of his, and we're able to record a session. We squeezed it in. Yay. Yes. It's so fun. How are you, dude? Is it? So good. So glad to be here. <laughs> What's the California air like? Uh, Sticky. <laughs> <laughs> smoggy? A little smoggy? It's weird. You guys got this thing that, like, it's always out in the sky. Oh, the big, the big ball of fire. The planes. Yeah, what is that? Has that always been there? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a star. That's really inconvenient because it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, Elgaroth, calm down. <laughs> Some characters are more like their creator than others. Art imitating life. <laughs> I think I like to think when I broke my neighbor's mirror, I was channeling Elgaroth. <laughs> You broke your neighbor's mirror? I thought I told you about that. How about no, you also, that? does Elgaroth have a vendetta against reflective objects? No, but it was my rage coming out. Oh. Also, oh, yes. also could somebody incriminate you for this story? Definitely, but you should tell it anyways. He already said he wouldn't press charges. Okay, so. there we go. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> he can still press charges. Yeah. Guys, the last kind of people that listen to our show are cops. Unless he decides so, to it's press charges and they're like, True. look for anything that he might have dropped. It I on. don't want to tell a story because I, I don't want it to seem like I'm proud of it. Oh, but 
So I'm just if you want to talk about it in your patron, hit me up. Yeah, hop on the Discord. Hop on the Discord. Become a patron. Hear Shane's weird mirror story. And not because I I want to like. I mean, yeah. If you want to know personal shit about our lives, you should give us money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I you want to, if you want to totally. go more in depth than we do here, if you want every conversation to get turned around to socialism, um, then jump on the Discord. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you just want me to yell, at, <laughs> if you want to join me and Jason in talking about all of the animated shows that are coming out, yes. and only that in the Discord. Yeah, there you go. Solid memes. We got some solid memes. There are some channel. very good memes. I will say. We also there are there is some fan art that only exists on the Discord. It's true. Yeah, Heraldic posts stuff only on Discord sometimes. Oh my so. gosh, Heraldic is amazing. Heraldic is amazing. Love. Well, so nice to have you here, dude. Thanks, man. I know it sounds con- like me saying that sounds like. <laughs> no, it's true. But it is. It's nice. It's true. I didn't think it sounded like Eric Cartman at all. I don't think it sounded like that either. <laughs> no, it feels it feels totally normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're in a different seat, which is weird, but it's also where you've been. As a computer, as Robo Shane for like four months. Yeah, he occupies the same side of the uh, table as Steph used to. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, by the way, for not making a fuss about it. You did. You did kind of make a fuss about it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Look, not as big of a fuss as I could have made, though. Mm, and true. for that, you are welcome. Uh huh. Very good, Steph. Very good. Yeah, she didn't have a choice, guys. I like how that when they told me that I was going to have to switch seats, like everyone's like, "Hey, I just like." Like they like sat me down and had a serious conversation. I was like, guys, it's not that serious. Like, I'll be okay. Stephanie, <laughs> we need to talk to you. You might want to sit for this. That is that is on me, right? Because I have reacted in the past to the idea of change in a way that made you feel like you needed to do that. We just yeah. want stuff to be okay. For 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 the listeners, since you know you, you don't get to see things, uh, we have a five foot square table in one room, and I get an entire side because I have a ton of shit. Laura and Felix on the same side of the table to my left. And then across from the opposite side of where I sit, it ha- used to be Foz and Shane. And Steph basically got an entire side to herself yes. because it's the way it worked. And because I actually take up a bit of that side because if I'm, I have all this GM space. So she had the best seat in the house. I did. Um, aside from mine. I um, used the space. She was closest to the air now. conditioning well, vent. I used the space. Steph, she was most upset that uh, I was going to find out how much she plays... Dr. Robotnik's meme yeah, machine. Yeah, but he's not a snitch, so it's been fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane is now sitting sitting on that side to my right, um, where the computer uh, usually goes. But no, it's great. It's good. I can't wait to hear the record, too. Thanks, man. Me either. But does anyone remember what happened last episode? Mm, there you go again yeah. with these tough questions. <laughs> yeah. Let me scroll to yeah, the Real engaged. Ah. We, we quickly searched a bunch of buildings and yeah. rooms. Yeah, you guys searched through what seemed like a big smithing area. Like a, you found a large, like a, a blast furnace, uh, like a big smithing crucible, like these big, um, like there's like a casting area. You found a bunch of different stuff. You found like there's an underground river that runs through the city. You guys found oh, found right. some boats. You almost hopped on, but you still can do. But I uh, um, found a bunch of mithril and dwarven orichalcum. Is that what you called well, it? Uh, no, you didn't find, uh, specifically any oracalcum, uh, ingots, but you guys found a, a bunch of ingots because it seemed like they were, they were forging stuff. You also seemingly made your way into what seemed like a, like a guild house, like a, like a, like a union headquarters for the smiths and miners. And, uh, Percy broke into their vault mm-hmm. and found what is probably the next several months of pay. <laughs> you guys took all of it. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, your bag of holding sweet. is already full and, uh, Elgros heavy handy haversack is already full of, of gold ingots and, uh, treasure chests full of gems. Awesome. Eee. 
If so, we come across some shit we need to like steal, we could just teleport out, dump it in the living room of our house. And yeah. Well, wait the next day, then teleport back in and risk having a bad teleport. So that could be fun. Oh, God. Worth it. it also, you could take like the ingots are probably like, you could take the ingots out there, take a plus space, depending on how much like value. Yeah. We can get a wheelbarrow. You also do, you can carry stuff on your cart. person too. Yeah. The good thing is, is like th- these are the head, they're literally hunks of metal. They're the heaviest things. You put them in there, you find some cool items and shit, you can carry it. You guys walk out of here with heavy encumbrance and everything. Yeah. It's like when you leave a dungeon in Skyrim and you don't want to drop even anything. So you're moving up, you're walking slow. Oh, that's the worst. I also made a super hilarious joke last time about how we're probably going to run into like flesh eating robots. Ha ha ha. And then we did. Well, we I mean, did. none of them ate your flesh, but they did. But uh, they could have. As you guys started to move out of this large, like mining and smithing area, you left the mine, you, met, you left the, the big, like, smithing chamber this massive like you know town-sized place you traveled a bit further into this other quarter of the city and uh you start hearing some weird noises and uh crawling across some of the massive stone uh hewn buildings were a couple different kinds of little robots you guys saw a uh what looked like a walking like little ballista little crossbow guy little model here yeah that was not i'll have to post these minis um they came out. They came out really good. Actually, I'm really proud of the paint job and stuff. They're great. Um, and they didn't take long to paint, which is great. I did it really quickly. But um, and then the little little spider bots, these little spider dudes, spider bots, and they had like these little glowing essences inside them where they were like they were like also shooting like beams and stuff at you guys. They weren't just tearing you to bits. They also exploded when they uh oh, that's when right. they went down. So they had they had some death throws. Classic, but uh, classic. But I mean, at this point, guys. After you've destroyed this last one of these constructs, this ballista-looking guy up on this balcony built into this building made by the dwarves, the final one goes off and explodes, sending parts uh, kind of scattering about, maybe pelting Isla and Elgaroth, who were over on that far side of the building as you were running around to attack it. It doesn't do any damage or anything, but you guys are left here in the faint lights of the dancing lights and Percy's Ayun Torch, probably Salai's tanker to light, I would imagine. That seems habitual at this point. Um, But you guys are left here with the busted bodies of these automatons, what would you all like to do? Well, I could use some healing. I could also use <laughs> some of that sweet, sweet. I got you guys. Healing. I can do that. Yeah, I'm actually down. I'm actually down four hit points. <laughs> wow, that must be hard for you. <laughs> there were a couple attacks that I don't think surpassed your DR. Hmm. Yeah, no, it was the temporary because my temporary hit points. <laughs> I actually only lost four. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's see what let's see what we get. Roll that Chanel. Twenty-seven points. Whee! All right, twenty-seven points to everybody. You guys are left here in what seems to be kind of a like a a roadway, like a thoroughfare between these buildings leading into this. It seems more densely populated with these large buildings that go, like I mentioned previously, that go from the floor all the way to the carved ceiling here. Different archways and paths, all carved from stone, directly out of the mountain, stretch across from different buildings to others. And you have this, the smattering of parts uh, strewn about all of you. There were, uh, I believe, one of the one of the ballista robots and three of the spidery ones. Should we go through them? See if there's any any juice in there. Some I feel like it's not a bad idea. There might be something on them. You know. Yeah, let's just inspect them. Mm-hmm. Just real quick. Yeah, go for it. Roll a perception. Come on, Percy. Uh, Percy's gonna drink a potion real quick. Okay. Uh, also, because they're constructs, uh, if A would like to roll a knowledge arcana, I was gonna ask. You can not sure. do that. All right. Well, I will. It is a twenty-eight. A twenty-eight. I mean, once again, I would say these are rare creatures. Okay. But that is sufficient. So 
Nice. This is always weird how this works lore-wise. These are obviously dwarven automatons in some way. They resemble clockwork constructs that you've read about or probably seen. You guys have probably even fought clockwork stuff in the past, I think, maybe once or twice. Have we? Possibly. I don't remember. We've been playing for a long time. And they resemble that, but they're they're distinctly different. They look less fragile than clockwork constructs are. And in no way have you been able to find, as you kind of look at them, any way to wind them. Because clockwork constructs require you to wind them up, like kind of like a big toy, in order for them to function. This is always that weird moment in Pathfinder. I don't know why you would know the name of these things, because they literally only exist here. I'll just say that. Um, but I'll tell you what they do, because I don't really know how you know the name of them. That might be something you guys discover later. Yeah. But I'll tell you what they do. So for the... Actually, for both of them, you will get two pieces of useful information for both kinds. So let's start with the ballista one. Is there anything specific you would like to know? Otherwise, I can just give you two cool things. I'd rather go with the cool things. Okay. Cool things. Um, let me let me tell you this. This does apply to A. It's something you would have picked up on. Something that's like a cool thing that you would have noticed as you're looking at them. So both of these, they have an ability called Thaumaturgic Field. So they all have spell resistance. All of these different constructs. And their spell resistance is powerful, but it's fragile. So every time a spell surpasses its spell resistance, you subtract the level of the spell from its total spell resistance. That's tight. So it goes down as you... But not not if it resists. So let's say its spell resistance is 20 and you're rolling 18. um, Nothing happens. It stays at 20. But if you were to to surpass into level 3 spell, that, that 20 spell resistance becomes 17. And so I'm keeping track of that as things are going. Uh, that's a really cool thing. They both share that. These are like droidicos, like freaking shielded mechs. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Master, destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess for each of them, the the ballista, uh, you guys saw this. They have a, they, they can charge up one shot as a full round action to do basically double the damage uh, at touch, which is cool. It has the range though. You guys saw that, so that's a, a little like plasma charge thing it has. And then the spidery guys, as I call them, arthropods, they also have like a like a like a bolt they can fire. Also against touch AC, it's two d six. Um, the hits. Um, let me think. It's only technically three things. Um, I'll also tell you so about about the the. They also have a death throws. You guys saw when they get to you know zero hit points because constructs don't have uh they don't have a constitution. Um, when they get zero hit points, they explode in a in a thirty foot radius. And it varies on the amount of damage they do, depending on uh, the different ones. So I won't tell you the exact Huge amount of damage, radius. but it's a 30-foot radius. It's just, it is a relatively low reflex save uh, for each of them. So one thing to remember, you guys meet these same ones again, or any different kinds of them, which I'm heavily hinting at, so you can kind of assume there are some <laughs> um, different kinds. They do, it seems like they all have death throws, and it's what happens is it's this core. Whatever these little glowing red things are, that thing dissipates its energy when they get destroyed and causes that. So, Thaumaturgic Field, they all seem to have some kind of ranged something with this energy they're charged with, and they do erupt when they're destroyed. How much do they weigh? Do you want to try to pick one up? Throw it away, yeah. I mean, they're they're pretty damn heavy, especially the the ballistas are big. The ballistas like as big as this table. Oh, nice. Shit. So they're like, like it's more like, than you'd say more than big. like 250 pounds. Absolutely. Okay. Damn. So there's the ballistas on them. Wait, how does it work? Like uh, there's one of them that is like a a literal ballista. <laughs> Got it's it. Part I of see. its body. Yeah. It's like yeah a, that's what it, it's all it does. Yeah. I desire on a review because I you, like I know we're probably going to run into more of these, and so I want to make sure the details right. So they blow up when they die. They usually have some kind of ranged attack with like energy, and then they have spell resistance that goes down when you surpass it. 
and it minuses the sp- the spell level. The spell right? level from the the spell resistance score. No, I'm worried that this is going to be like a giant one. Um, so um, what were those perception checks for uh, kind of rummaging through these guys? 26. 18. 29. 28. Yeah, so um, Isla, Percy, and Salai, you see, I mean, you can see like the, these are like really intricately constructed. Um, one thing you do notice in, in opposition to like clockwork automatons you've seen, like I said to A, is they look far less like delicate. Clockwork automatons can oftentimes be relatively like they're made out of the same stuff that clocks are made out of. You know what I mean? They, you can really easily mess them up. But these are constructed in a way that they seem pretty hardy. It's also interesting, upon further inspection, they don't necessarily look like they were originally like intended to like fight stuff. Hmm. Oh. Percy, with your perception, can you go ahead and roll a knowledge engineering for me? I can do that. Some little details, you're like, I don't think this... These bolts don't look like you would build them this way for combat. Yeah, I assume I can ab- apply my plus five bonus for the gloves. Yeah, that's fine. To understand it. You're saving the the special ability of it, right? Correct. 40. Jesus. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. God. Good work. This guy. Yeah, these are meant for like aiding and work. They're not initially intended. It seems like maybe their abilities to do whatever job they're meant to do um, also are quite adequate. Much as a, a a mining pick can very well crush a skull as it can, you know, pull a piece of ore out of a, out of a mine... You can tell, actually, these little like spider bots are meant to get into hard to reach places, and the uh, the plasma's actually used to, used to like like cut things, and they're used to like retrieve materials out of like hard to reach places in mines. The ballistas are actually used as like ways to very easily and rapidly maybe push an explosive into a hard piece of rock, or to even like drive like a pitten into something. Interesting, in a way, and you can see like there's some interesting design. It also, while it doesn't look exactly the same. It's really reminiscent of, like, your hand don't look too different from these. Oh, my gosh. It's reminiscent. Some design philosophies that maybe you read about in Zorn McKine's book might be being used here. Interesting. McKine Industries. You also do notice the uh, where the core was, where the area was kind of glowing red. There is this, like, now dull, cracked little gemstone just sitting there. What? Can I pick it up and look at it? Yes. <gasps> no, you can't. Um, roll a reflex save. Can I roll it up? <laughs> no. Can I roll an appraise on it? Sure. I'm curious if these are magical or like Ayun stones. I have an inkling that they're not just because dwarves are more mechanical than arcane, you know? Mm. But like, I'm just wondering what purpose the stones would serve if they weren't magical, you know? Dwarves, you know, they have access to magic. 18. Yeah. Um. At this point, this gem is, is relatively worthless. They don't seem like particularly special, especially now... If this gem was ever lustrous like a gem, it seems like whatever process it went through, and now that whatever energy was stored in it has gone away, that it's dull. It's also cracked now. You can see there's a nice like crack down the center of it. Yeah, they seem basically valueless. Do they look like any crystals we've seen before? Roll perception check. Oh, shit. Would a nature help me with anything to kind of figure out maybe what what kind of stone it is specifically, or not really? As a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Oh, yeah, hey, you're looking at this thing sitting in Percy's hand, and you go, it looks like the same shit that's in that cylinder Percy pulled out of the excavator. Oh, are you serious? Oh. Yeah, it looks the same. Okay. Percy removed some kind of power core from the excavator, and it had this, like, weird spent material on the inside, like a rod of this stuff. And of this crystal? It looks the same. Oh. If Percy takes it out of his pocket and you hold them next to each other, they're in different shapes, and they're obviously made in a different way, but the core on the inside of that cylinder looks like the same 
dull, spent gemstone that you're holding in your hand. Interesting. But we don't know exactly what this is. You don't. It's like some sort of battery. Yeah, it like powers things. That's interesting. Seems like it. Does A share that information? A will, like, yeah, she'll definitely tell it to Percy. Mm. She'll, like, uh, ask it as a question first to see if he realizes it, and then she'll just tell you, like, it reminds her of a thing, you know, like, if it's a battery, I think it could be charged. Maybe. I don't think so. I think once it's spent, it's gone. That's at least that's the that's the information that Percy got as far as the core is concerned. And then uh, you have to keep them all in a special drawer until you save up enough for that uh, electronic waste. Yeah, do not throw up. them in the trash. Mm. But hey, you know if it recharges. But yeah, she'll point that out that the power sources seem similar. Yeah, Percy will will break out the core and start comparing it with you. And um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's uh, Seems as though it, 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 I don't think it'd be. I don't think it could be recharged after it's cracked like this. It seems spent. But I've never seen this kind of material before. Like what? What kind of material would power these robots? Do you think it's worth maybe taking a small piece back to Zillion? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this little gem here, and then I got the core as well. So we could study it when we get back. But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to. Maybe we can uh, capture one of these. These uh, mechanical robots extract the core. Well, it's alive? Does that mean they were trying to kill us? Yeah. And why were they trying to kill us? We're not made of steel. They're, yeah, and they weren't meant as killing machines. These were constructed as tools for the dwarves. No, that's not mean. I've done way meaner stuff. I bet. Tell us at the next campfire, maybe. Not too proud of it. That's probably a good thing. No, I am. We've all done things we're not proud of. Wait till you meet our friend Oren. That's going to be interesting. Oh my god. That would be interesting. I don't think they would meet, but if they did meet... I hope they don't. (laughs) Shane, go! Uh, (laughs) Go play with yourself now! Well, uh, so you guys have these here. Um, First, you take one of these. We'll call it a... We'll just say it's like a a core or gemstone or whatever. Mark it however you want. Spent core. Yeah, that works too. Um, But you guys are left here. You can do what you will. Is there any direction you want to go next? We gotta move so we don't get cooked up by the north. Radiation. Go, go, go! North. Let's just start clearing stuff. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, go let's north. go north. Let's go. I agree. Well, there's a split. To so. the north. Do we remember what direction the river was going in? Um, going it down. flows on the map. It flows down. Down. Okay. Just. Remember, technically, that is west. The map is weird. North is to the left, but it doesn't actually matter for you guys. So we'll just say let's use. Not cardinal directions, regular directions. Up, down, so left, right. So confusing. Okay. It flows down on the map. And and I know we learned last time that they would send the boats down the river, but it was with these... It seems like they um, were using the transport slag, like, right. like waste. To not, like a spending yeah. waste right. to get rid of. Yeah, not people. We learned that's probably like the opposite way of where we want to okay. go. Yes. Yeah. So you can definitely go, go down there. We can follow the river up then, because you would imagine yeah. that if they're... It's using... coming from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's check it yeah. out. Uh, a little bit of a tangent here, everybody, because I forgot to do this over the last like few sessions since we've been using this map, but this map of Kaglumgrad, I didn't actually make. I edited it, I changed some things around, changed some different stuff, but it actually is made by a Patreon I'm part of. Uh, Milby's Maps. Really great. They make really, really cool maps, all different kinds. Uh, This one actually I found free online, but I I became a patron because they have tons of great stuff, and as a GM, the last thing I can do is be a cartographer, except for the 
you know, mm-hmm. maps I put on the website. But if you want to go check it out, I would say don't look up their dwarven maps if you don't want spoilers because it kind of shows you, you know, the layout of the whole city if you were to look that up. But Milby's Maps, just patreon.com slash Milby's Maps, M-I-L-B-Y-S-M-A-P-S. I think I'm about to become a patron. Good on you, Milby. Tons of really awesome stuff. Uh, I, I talked to them about using it on the show. They were super chills. Mentioned like, hey, give me a shout out. So I'm making sure I do that. But they're super awesome. Very nice for us to let us use it. Um, I will also say um, I'm looking at their Patreon page right now. It's literally the banner. So don't go to their Patreon at this point if you're a oh, listener. Uh, or scroll quickly and don't look at the map on the banner. I'm totally going to look at the banner. But please, GMs out there, if you don't care about spoilers, it's really not that big of a deal. Things labeled. Go check out Milby's Maps, patreon.com slash Milby's Maps, and become a patron. There's so much good shit on here. I'm going to be using tons of it this for, is good. for PCQ Prime and other things. Are you looking at it when he literally just told us not no, to? I'm no, I'm looking at this map, and I oh, had to okay, help my okay. mom with like AutoCAD projects, so I learned AutoCAD for a little bit to help her with some of her college projects, and this is what it looks like. like These are actually, yeah. uh, the way they do them, they're actually hand-drawn and then scanned and redone oh. in the computer. They, they post cool. pictures of a bunch of their hand-drawn so they do it on graph paper. That's really cool. Really cool. Very great. Awesome. Um, if you happen to be listening, I don't know if your name's actually Milby, I would assume. but It is now. Thanks, Mr. Shout Milby. Shout out to Milby. Might be a nickname. Or miss, uh, uh, or not. Um, oh, yeah. it could be. You, it could be anything. Um, but thank you. Thank you for letting me use it. It's really great. It took literally like probably 100 hours of work off of my plate, which is great. Anyways, you guys are left here. There is uh, are two corridors, essentially, two like thoroughfares. You could walk down in front of you or off to the left or... You could maybe even cross that bridge you guys saw a little while ago and go across the river. You have some choices. Where would you guys like to go? Here, down in the deep, deep dark of Kaglingrad. I want to go straight up. I don't know why. Straight up. It's calling my straight name. Straight up, dog. Yeah, I was thinking the same straight thing. Straight up. When you said Kaglingrad in that voice, I was like, fuck yeah, d d It just felt like, <laughs> like d d d Hell yes. yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's do it. Straight up. Straight up. All right, we'll do straight up. All right, so you guys begin to walk up on the map, and you're just walking through more and more of these buildings. Uh, let me know if there's any of them that you, in particular, you want to check out or go inside. Yeah, we'll do a quick run in through the easier ones. All together as a group, just like peek our heads oh, in. Okay. Be like, should we maybe like roll a perception to see if anything stands out in particular? Like, if any of these buildings seem like. Interesting. Yeah, like arms and weapons or magic items. Like, I'm assuming maybe even from the outside of the buildings, we can kind of tell, like, maybe what's going on. Like, right. it looks like storage or it looks like a house. A house, exactly. Like, something that looks like maybe something we haven't seen before, something interesting. Something. Yeah, cool. it's also, I mean, they, they probably have labels on the houses. Exactly. Uh, in, yeah, there you in go. In Dwarvish Runes. So, um, and yeah, can read those. I'm, I'm going to name a, a couple things you guys start to walk past, and Percy okay. probably picks up on them. Once again, it's, a, it's an older Dwarvish dialect, but at this point, you've kind of figured out some of the, the conjugation changes, and some of the runes are different. Maybe it takes a second for you to look and figure it out, but. Um, a couple things you walk by. Um, some of the things sounds interesting. Uh, you walk by something labeled uh, two different buildings, labeled uh, as goldsmiths. You also move past an enameler. You also move past a building labeled jeweler's guild. Nah, let's not oh, go in that one. Oh, dude. There's probably nothing in there. Jeweler's oh. guild, you say? Let's go find the jewels. Jewels are pretty heavy, too. I've carried jewels. some out of airplanes. Like at UPS, yeah. Yeah, um, the the Jewelers Guild vault is this building right here on the map. On your guys' left-hand side. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I do want to check out the enameler, too. I don't care if we do it after. I don't even know what enamel is, so let's go check. Like an enamel pin. They also deal in jewelry. 
true. It, it, yeah, it, that's it's, why it's like I'm just not sure what an enameler would really be dealing with because I know what enamel pins are, but like I can't imagine they've got like an Etsy shop running out of this place. Like, hey, maybe they do. An enameler decorates metal surfaces with color by using powdered glass and fusing it with heat to, spe- uh, to specially prepare shit. metal surfaces. Enamel uh. consists of powdered glass that can be transparent, translucent, or opaque, and may be clear or colored by metallic oxides. It is applied to the metal, either wet or dry. So it's the bond store. Oh my god. They make can make like fancy little things on metal. They make like little jewelry pieces and stuff. Yeah, so you guys check out the uh enameler and it's like this little shop over here on the uh right hand side. It's actually this building. You guys open it up and, and you can see there uh are a number of different like shelving and a whole workshop area surrounded where uh, they even have like a small little bellows and like a little not like a forge, but like a little furnace they can heat things up and everything. And a bunch of different materials. You see a bunch of different metal oxides kind of sitting around. It does look like this uh was like left in a hurry. Oh. Like there's like stuff everywhere and there's even like uh what looks to have been like a number of papers and books that maybe were like quickly pulled out of shelves. Something to note is also like the door was wide open when you guys came in. Can I roll a perception to see if there's anything cube-like in here by chance? Any cubes? You search around, there's no cube in here. Damn it. You found it. It's in the enameler's office. I don't know. (laughs) Would I be able to tell if this was something that occurred 250 years ago or if it was something more recent? Mm. As far as like... Roll perception? Yeah. (laughs) Leaving in a hurry, leaving a mess. Um, 33. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there's a a, a layer of dust that hasn't moved in a very long time. Got it. Yeah, with that perception, it it, it seems like whoever held this office gathered up any bits for their job that was valuable and, like, dipped. The chair's not pushed in. There's stuff on the floor. Like, it looks like it was pulled out in a hurry. Interesting. Let's make sure they didn't miss anything valuable. Yeah, with his perception, I mean, you maybe found like a couple little pieces of jewelry that's with a little bit of gold and stuff like that, but nothing that stands out. It seems like if there was anything valuable in here, like, like it was taken. It makes me wonder if like this person had some sort of advanced warning, but I'm, I'm, I don't know how. I'm just spitballing. It could be in one of the rooms, you know, that we found all the dead people hiding in. True. That's true. Sure. All right. Well, I think it's probably safe to say we can move on from this room unless there's, there's anything else. Uh, yeah. So you have that uh, that Jewelers Guild vault as well as two buildings labeled Goldsmith. I want to go on the Goldsmith. Okay, both the Goldsmith doors are locked. Was that eight? Eight? You you said you detected magic in the enamels? Yeah, eight said that. Was you detected magic? magic? Yeah, she might have. There's no magic in there. <laughs> she might have. No magic. All right, moving on. Yeah, the Goldsmith doors are locked. The door to the vault. It's not a vault door, just a door into the building. This vault looks as if it's built into just a massive piece of like uncarved stone that makes part of the supports here. Like the vault is inside of a giant like spire of stone. Wow. Like Like, if you look around, it's probably like 60 to 70 feet across and it looks like it's built into the center of it. If we don't get into this vault, I will literally kill myself in front of my wife. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Shane, now I have an, okay, it's DC five. Shane. (laughs) Buddy boy. <laughs> buddy. My sweet boy. Uh, yeah, let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I guess we got to check no it pressure. out. No pressure. God. <laughs> yeah, so you Fuck. guys go into this room here over on your left, and it's just this small, like, little stone room. 
there seems to be some kind of like there's like an insignia for the uh, the, the the jewelers guild, and uh, it's just a simple room that leads to a massive ten by fifteen vault door. Oh my god! We have to get in. You look at it, Ugh. and there are six keyholes. We need to. Oh my god! Just search on this place the door and get out. Six keys. There are six keyholes, and Percy, as you pay attention. This seems like the front plate of the vault. Um, it looks like this opens as a separate component that might be blocking off another door. Seems they've taken precautions. We're oh never getting Oh my god. Oh we my have god. to get in. We have to get Do in. Do we have to get in? I don't in? care if we all die from radiation. Just dimension door. He's dimension door. No, 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 the stains. No, doors, doors. Guys, we can't be in this dungeon for the rest of our lives. It's probably magical warding. We're on the going door. to have to sacrifice. Uh, Something. Can you detect magic? Some of us? I'll detect <laughs> no, magic not on us. the safe. Yes, but... there's strong abjuration on the door. Yeah, for Bingo. sure. Bingo. Bingo. Uh, can I tell if it's magically trapped? I'm going to roll perception. I'm going to aid you, and I do. 37. It is not trapped. <clears throat> he said it very matter of fact. Yeah. He didn't say you don't believe it's trapped. He said it's not. It's so, straight up just not trapped. So we're good. Take it All as right. you will. Percy will. We're not good. Start unlocking. Okay, you start on. Keyhole number one. Yeah. Out of six. Ah! Roll a disable Wait, device. Can I? Can I? Can this I? Can great, I? Yeah. Can what she gonna do? give Percy her four leaf clover? Oh. That, oh, that only works on saves. That was, no. It works on single ability check, saving throw, or skill check. You get a plus two left bonus. Three charges? Three times a day. All yeah, right. I'll save it's, it. I'm, I'm just letting you know. That's not like it's three charges per person. It's three charges, period. Yeah, yeah. I almost okay. never use it. All right. I always forget about it. Sure. Thanks, Eli. <laughs> oh, man. I'll try the first one uh, naked. I mean, without it. Here we go. Oh, what? Oh. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. 38. Can't get it open. 38? It's six keys at once, I bet you. Oh, right, everybody. Um, Not going to happen. Not today. You don't, bre- you don't break your, like, lockpicks. But you try as hard as you can. You're like, I should have it. What did you roll? I th- rolled you rolled a, a 38. No, what did you roll on the die? A 16. Damn. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. There's no way. Even with the four. Like, you can't get like six natural 20s in a row. At least it didn't break. Yeah. Well, um, let's, well, let's go try the, the gold the gold shop. You could take 20 on all of them. No. That'll take hours. We, we, no, we we're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to die. It will take hours. We're going to die. We're gone. You'd probably spend the better part of a day in here taking 20 on six locks this hard. Just like dying. Let's just go to the jewelry shop. Yeah, let's let's continue to look for keys while we're out and about. And, uh, sure. All right. We run over to the gold place. Percy tries to unlock that. Well, perception first to check that. See if it's trapped. Hey, detect magic. Mm-hmm. 41. Uh, yeah, you get the door unlocked. Oh, cool. That's for traps, but. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just edit it. You look at the door so hard and just <laughs> opens up. By all means. Come on in. Uh, it's a door mimic. We start yeah, <laughs> sifting around. Yeah, you go into um, the goldsmith on the right. It's the smaller building. And uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check on the inside, Percy. 32. This is filled with a bunch of fine tools used to make specifically gold jewelry. You probably do find uh, what looks to be uh, a scattering of gold jewelry, like a, like a nice gold chain necklace, um, a couple gold earrings. But once again, all the drawers here seem to have been pulled open, and there's like a bunch of it has been removed. And this place looks like an even bigger mess than the enamelers. 
but you probably find a few hundred gold worth of gold jewelry in here. None of it seems magical to A, if you guys check. Mm. But yeah, if you want, like, I'd say 200 gold worth of gold jewelry. Cool, in my pockets. No. Oh. Elgarath wants to wear all of the jewelry, like Mr. T. Oh my god. Mr. Okay, T. you have such a dated you have, reference. You have um, two gold chains <laughs> and four gold rings on and an unmatched gold earring. Alright. You just look like Pretty. a giant Lil Wayne right now. He doesn't have ear piercings. He goes, he just pierces it on the spot. Like, <laughs> you guys watch a little dribble of blood oh, onto his God. shoulder. How's it look? Uh, so good. Especially with that face. So good. No, no, you do look good. The gold works with your red complexion. It really does, actually. It seems as though this place was ransacked too, but why was the door locked? That's weird. That is weird. Oh, when are we going to find the dead bodies of the robbers? There's no bodies in here. Oh, I know. Not yet. Not yet. There's not. On to the next one. All right. Let's uh, keep going down the road here. No keys. All right. Let's keep moving on. All right. So you guys have two different choices. You can go left or right. There's a fork in the road here between these two buildings, three buildings. I know we're not in that building anymore, but did those, like, did the keyholes look like regular keys? Like small, large, like what did they look like? Are we looking for big keys? Are we looking for tiny keys? I would say they're of substantial size. Not like tiny. No, they ain't like a house key. There's a silversmith. If you guys go into there, once again, you might find a little bit of silver jewelry. But once again, you guys go into that building, you guys peek your heads, and it looks like a lot of these were pulled apart very rapidly. Wow. All right, let's just... Uh, um. You guys want to go left or right around this one building? I will tell you, this building here is labeled as the Engineer's Guild Hall. You can go left or right. I'm a lefty boy when let's it comes go to left. these situations. Go left? Let's go left. Yeah, we'll okay. try and find the connection to the other path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this curves around a bit here, guys. I'll open this up for you. Oh. And you come to like a little uh, three-way intersection here. A couple things that are labeled. You see a glass blower. Oh, that's where the box is. See that? Uh, yeah, that's, that's what they're called water pipes in California. Uh, you also see um, across the little intersection you guys found here, up there on the corner, this is an unlabeled building. You also see the building to your right as you walk up here, right here, is labeled as it seems like there's like a there's a dwarven name and it's like seems like it's somebody's office, specifically. It's attached to the engineer's guild. Mm-hmm. Their guild. He's got the keys. Let's check all of the buildings because they he all sounded the bo- interesting. He's the boss. Even in the, especially the uh, Okay. Yeah, you well you you go inside you go inside the engineer's guild hall and it's a big it's a gigantic meeting room. There are a bunch of uh, uh, chairs around a big, long table. You can see. Um, it doesn't look like there's much else. There's, like, uh, some maps on the wall and stuff. Detect um, there's also what looks to be, like, some some kind of construction has been going on. It looks like these engineers in some way were maybe working on it or something. Dude, there's a map I know. of the city. You're there, too, bro. We can all, you, fucking, you can do oh, something. Shit. He's not smart. Is there a map uh, <laughs> of the city on the wall? Um, you don't see a map of the entire city, but it seems like what they're sketching out, it looks like some kind of like fortification for the front gates. The section of the map you're looking at does seem to be like the front of the city. And we have no idea where that is. It's not attached. It's not like a full map of the whole city. But right. um, just by Percy's basic knowledge, you can see it looks like they were working out ways to refortify part of the front gates. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Percy will roll it up, stick it in his bag. You take the, the big drawing they're yeah, working on. Just okay. in case. Yeah, put that down. Put down like a fortification drawing or something. Do we want to go to the front of the city? We don't know where it is. I can find out where it is. What? I can find out where it is. You sneaky snark. Can you? Uh, can you? I think so. 
You've never been there. You've never seen it. You don't know what it is or where it is or what it looks like. Oh, she's got her ways. The recipient of the spell can find the shortest, most direct physical route to a prominent specified destination, such as a city, keep, lake, or dungeon. The locale can be outdoors or underground, so long as it's prominent. For example, a hunter's cabin is not prominent enough, but a logging camp is. Find the path works with respect to locations, not objects or creatures at scale. The location must be on the same plane as the subject at the time of casting. The spell enables the subject to sense the correct direction that will eventually lead to its destination, indicating the appropriate times, the exact path to follow, or physical actions to take. For example, the spell enables the subject to sense what cavern corridor to take when a choice presents itself. The spell ends when the destination is reached or the duration expires, whichever comes first. Find the path can be used to remove the subject and its companions from the effect of a maze spell in a single round, specifying the destination as outside the maze. This divination is key to the recipient, not its companions, and its effect does not predict or allow for the actions of creatures, including guardians, who may take action to oppose the caster as he follows the path revealed by the spell. Mm, Interesting. Is that a specific enough location, like city gates, front of the city, entrance of the city? Yeah, I'm on the fence on this one because it does specify like city or dungeon. Could you use find the path to find the back entrance to a dungeon? I feel like, what level spell is it? It's like a high level spell, right? It's gotta be. It's six level. It's gotta be good. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you can see what happens. All right. Let's try it out. I cast it. I cast it. (laughs) I cast it. So it's like takes a moment and sorry i missed the part it does it take us there or just let's no, know it, it tells you okay, the direction it like gives me a sense of which direction we need to go to eventually get there cool, cool. um okay so slide takes a moment and cast a spell yeah so you cast the spell and and you feel a tug to like i guess on the map would be the northeast in this direction as i, I don't can you guys can you guys see a like pings inside the black yeah can yeah it's in this direction oh Okay. If we want to go to the entrance of the city, it's it's over this way. Well, it might be best right. for us to start there. How do you know that? You know the whole magic thing. Damn, it's pretty good. I don't ask questions at this point. I trust the lie. All right. Well, let's let's check this unmarked building and let's check the office and uh, then we can start going that way. I guess. Yeah, Sounds I will know. It doesn't tell you in any way how far away it is, how long it will take you to get there. It just tells you the direction. So. Yeah. Do we know if it's above ground? That's another important thing. Well, it does say in the text of the spell, it tells us like the most direct way there. Yeah, but, but the most direct way to a location could be six hours from here. Yeah, we just it don't. could be through not like a, a bunch of chase. mountain. No, yes. she knows the exact right, the shortest way to get there. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, you have no idea how long it can take. Okay. Do we want to keep going up right, or do we want to keep? Or do we want to cross the bridge and just go right here? Because there's a bridge crossing the river. There is a bridge. This is true. That might be a good. Way to go. As long as it heads in that direction, that should be fine. It looks like it might. It does, yeah. It seems like it. All right, cool. Let's do it, but tell me where you want to go. Well, let's check the office first. Yeah. Check the stuff first. Yeah, uh, you go inside the office. Um, roll perception check. I will aid. Hold on. I'll try. I did not aid. I, I aid. Own. I aid. 31. 36. Fuck. Yeah, so this... Office is like lined with like large desks. That, uh, some of them have like are, like bent upwards, like a like a drafter's table and stuff. You can also see there is a huge set of shelving with different uh, large pieces of like vellum and parchment put into it. it. Looks like similar to the one you pulled off the wall, Percy. If you rummage around a little bit, you do find some like notes that are like quickly scribbled out. And if Percy, if you check them over, since they're in dwarvish, it seems to be talking about their need to basically like work around the clock to refortify um the front keep because it has been partially compromised 
in the attack. Is what it's specifically writing about. Whoa. Percy mm. shares this with the group and then checks the building with no markings. With no name. Yeah, you peek your head in here and it's a warehouse filled with like some barrels and other things. Jerky? How much alcohol is in this building? Jerky. <laughs> uh, you do not find any alcohol, unfortunately. This looks like a lot of supplies. So there are a lot of, there's there's tools. There's um, a lot of like basic goods. Like you find like vellum, parchment, things like that. It's like stacks of wood and stuff. It's like a pretty basic warehouse. Magic? No magic. Is there like a, like a foreman's office or something in here? Inside the, the warehouse? Yeah. Uh, no, it's just a warehouse. It's lined wall to wall. Whack. All right. And then I say we move on. Peace out. Where, where do you guys ping where you want to keep going? Across uh, the bridge, right? The, yeah, the short, whatever the shortest way to the entrance is. Bridge. Lego. I don't know. Is this smart? Should we not check the rest of this little sector? I mean, I'll be honest. I feel like it's probably better for us to start in the front and then like work our way in. Yeah, spend an extra couple hours walking around this place. That's we like, don't know how long it's like, going to be. We have to make our way over there anyway. So it's like, you know, it's either do it here and then move Honestly, on. Honestly, I'm going to say I really don't think we should check every single building in this place. It's going to take I just feel like whatever attack happened, whatever attack happened that we're trying to investigate, like everything, like the the real stuff is going to be up front. Like mm-hmm. that's where like the action happened. Well, that's we're in the back. assuming a lot. Are we in the I back? No. Yeah, we're in the back. We could learn a lot of information by seeing what happened at the front gate. Like what we're seeing are like the people hiding that died from radiation. One thing to remember, guys, I'm going to come up with the voice of reason. One thing to remember is every second in here counts. So if you're going to if you're going to explore things, you will have to double back to explore a bunch of this area. If you just cruise past stuff to go to the entrance. Does that make sense? Right. So keep that in mind. Remember this. You're coming up on another hour pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but you're going to have to roll. Every second right. counts. With a meta perspective, it's like, I'm pretty sure we were meant to come through the front gates originally because we took the detour, the detour underground. I wouldn't say you I were disagree. meant to. I would say there were options. Right. Yeah. And we don't know if above ground is not irradiated either. So it's like... No, definitely. Oh, it is. Like, we yeah. already know outside is... Like, the radiation has been happening yeah. since well so before we got underground. Let's just try to take the shortest path to the entrance and check things on the way. Yeah. I don't think we need to go into every single building. Not every single building, per se. We could split up our characters to look in things. That's not good. Who, you think someone's going to get one shot when they walk into a building? Well, well like, we you know... You almost did. When? It's giants. That was because of my negligence. <laughs> well, it just sucks because every building so far has been like gold shop, jewelry shop, big safe. Yeah, like- I just don't. I really just think it's going to take us too long. That's my personal opinion. If we look we around should. and see the outside of the building names, then we can kind of ascertain, I feel, in a, in a little bit better way. Exactly. We, I think as we all. walk along, we could just perceive what's going on and like pick and choose what's most important to us. Yeah. Right? Now we know that some warehouses are not named. So maybe that's important to think about. And then we can like deductively like reason be like, you know, if we see like the McKine Manor and we're like, Ooh, that might what be if? Oh my yeah. God. What if we end up finding out that McKine made all of these weapons that weapons, were used against them? Ah, well, they're not weapons. So you guys are going to cross this bridge over here. Sounds good to, to me. the right. If Let's that do. is the shortest way to the front, then yes, because that was what this bell said. There's two ways you could go that are basically the exact same distance. The most direct way. The better one. They're basically the same. Then just whatever one you want. I will say uh, Salai goes, oh, weird. Equidistant. You can go left or right. We go right. We we go right. Okay. Right is the one that goes across the bridge. So you guys go uh, across this little stone bridge. You can hear the trickling of the water. You actually look down the way a little bit and you can see another like big like paddle wheel 
that's currently being pushed by the water. It, it is held up by a large axle that goes into two separate buildings, one on either side of the river. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear it kind of like as it goes. But you move across to this little island inside the river that is lined with what looks like pews, and there is a massive statue of Torag at the center. Interesting. Torag. Torag. Torag is the... Look at that guy. The the patron deity of the Dwarven Pantheon, the god of the forge. He wields Kaglamros, the hammer of creation. It's pretty obvious that uh, etymologically it is where Kaglamgrad gets its name, but it is a massive statue of him, uh, left hand placed on an anvil, uh, seemingly holding some kind of... uh, Actually looks like almost like a little vaguely humanoid shape, and he's, he has a uh, hammer raised above, his, raised above his head. Oh. He's going to smash that baby. So this may have been a little place of worship? like uh, it's, It seems like it, like yeah, or like a simple service? little open, it's almost like a little like a little park area. Oh, where they could sit and like say a prayer? Prayer, or just hang out, and you know, they got a you know statue of old, of old Tor Daddy. Little Tor Daddy. Uh, as you guys kind of cross onto the, uh, uh, onto the little island, roll a perception check. 29. 19. 21. Anybody higher than 29? Abysmal. Yeah, Percy, you look across the river here, kind of in this direction, and you can see, still faintly glowing in the darkness, what looks to be a massive, the largest one you've ever seen, Forge. Whoa. Ooh. Wow. Whoa, look at that. Wow. Otherwise, you see to this other little, this other bridge kind of down the ways. You see, like, there's more buildings over here, kind of across the uh, the water. And then this continues upwards. Um, I will say, Salai, you feel the direction to go is this way. Okay. That's up past the forge. There does seem to be plenty more buildings off to the right, and it, it hooks back around, it looks like, to you guys. Let's go past the forge towards yeah. the entrance. Past the forge. Forge on. Ha. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> You can see, uh, actually, uh, smithed across the front of the uh, uh, the forge in stone, um, set in these like embossed isn't the right word, but like look like these are like not carved inwards the runes, they're like out. You know what I mean? Like the stone was carved around them to make the root runes. And in dwarvish, it says "Free Hammers Forge." Hmm. Free hammer. Yeah, it's surrounded by anvils, um, and there's tools and a smattering of things around. You might find a couple dwarven corpses, but this looks like a public forge. Wow. Fucking tight. Free Hammer's Forge, is it? Yeah. Free Hammer's Forge is what it says in Dwarven. Sly, have you ever heard of the Free Hammer's in all of your studies? That's a very good question. Let me think. Roll a history check. <laughs> Let me think. Rolls. Oh, I got that too. Oh, that was not good. 23. 21. You win. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell to you. It could be a Dwarvish surname, but you don't know anyone in, part- in particular. Like, it could be. It might just be of name. You don't know. I, I will say, for Percy, <laughs> the way that the runes are written, something actually, this is like an interesting thing you would notice because of the way like, the, I guess like the punctuation or like the grammar would work. The runes, the way they're written, they're not written in a way that would be denoting a name. Is it like, it means like public forge? Yeah, that's where you hammer. get the vibe. It's free hammer. It's one word, but the way that the, the dwarvish would be written that you can, the way you kind of know is that it's not written to denote like a family name, right, there's specific right. um, ways that runes are done to denote like a like a like a, a clan name or something like that. You know. Uh, you know what? I just realized that's probably not a name. Thanks. Oh. Thanks for trying. Um, all right. Well, this is cool. Let's keep going. Salai, where we go? Uh, this Lead way. The way. 
Yes, she you guys continues walking. Yeah, you guys keep going uh, to the north. Up, you walk by a couple different buildings. So uh, the one, let me reveal some stuff as you guys get over here, so you can see it. Oh, buildings! This place is effing massive. It's so yeah, you say big. that. You say that now. I know, but I uh, say that now. We've run away. The building here on your guys' left hand side is just adjacent, just across the way from the Freehammer Forge. That is labeled as a coal vendor. Um, you can see there's a cart full of coal, nah. half strewn about, uh, sitting Snacks. outside of it. Keep walking. Uh, you've also got this one over here on your left, just past it. It's labeled tool shop. Nah. You've also got <laughs> the building here on the right is not labeled. You have uh, the building just past that is labeled as armorsmith. And then the building just across from that one, as you go down this corridor, is labeled ironworks. I kind of want to check the armorsmith and ironworks. Yeah. You know they've been sacked. By who? This place is full of radiation. Sacked. They couldn't carry out every suit of armor. I, I think know. it's worth it to check. You can check it out. The jewelry At least the stores in- and shit were sacked. That's yeah. different like, than carrying no, suits of armor. You can stuff jewelry in your bag. You can't stuff a suit of armor. Well, you can't. You can but- stuff it into your magic bags. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you guys can talking you just about? Fucking yeah. let us check this fucking building? Yeah. But let's keep <laughs> moving. Because you don't fucking wear armor. Anymore. Fuck this noise. All right. Yeah, as you guys start to walk down this corridor, as the light starts to stretch down this way, as you kind of want to check out this place it's labeled, you can see here, strewn about the ground, far more dwarvish bodies. Ah, ooh. These ones do not look like regular civilians. Oh. These are armored. Mm. These are soldiers. And. The bodies here are do not solely consist of dwarves. <laughs> oh. What? Much taller, more, I guess, human anatomied armored bodies. Do they have the artish armor? You want to look through them? Yeah, the crest yeah. of the Murialis family. Go ahead and roll a uh, roll perception, perception check. Yeah, these, these are spread out. It looks like there was fighting in the streets here. Oh, my God. 26. Talk twice. 18. 21 again. Anything better than 26? 38. (laughs) Good lord. Yeah, you flip one over and uh, the shield that it was lying on, that it died on top of, you wipe it away and you find a three-eyed eagle crest emblazoned on the shield. Say, there's more of them here. I think I've asked you this in the past, but is there any sort of role that I can make to see if I can tell if the humans were fighting the dwarves. Like, maybe, like, one human is running through with their sword, a dwarf, and the dwarf has their axe buried in the their <laughs> skull. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's the way corpses work, that they're locked in poses, like a pause screen. I don't know. But, 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 um, it's very apparent that this set of, when you count, I don't know, 20, 22 dwarven bodies, they seem to be in direct opposition of uh, these other corpses. Look, look. These are all spread out here. You can tell there's like a line, kinda. Yeah, it seems like the whatever doors are defending this causeway, they created some kind of like 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 a phalanx or a shield wall or something. And it seemed like they all just kind of died. What the fuck? Oh, weird. This shit is wild. It's a bomb, dog. A bomb. How it seems it? like they all died Grenade. concurrently. Yeah, it looks like uh, the dwarf. Uh, Percy, you've seen what a dwarven shield wall looks like. 
it looks like they all just dropped dead. Fell fell in <gasps> place. Like, yeah. Chemical they're not, they're not like perfectly lined right, up, but like right, it looks right. like they fell in like they they dropped dead. Same there, with the other soldiers. There wasn't too. like a struggle, like an attrition line. If you look, there's there's maybe if you like maybe if you venture further forward, you can see there's like there's some kind of fighting, but this set of dwarves, like twenty two dwarves, like lined up across this causeway in like two ranks, and it seems like whoever they were fighting, like they all just dropped dead. Is there any way, I don't know if it's, it might be too late for me to do something like this, but is there any way for me to roll a heel check to see if I can understand or like look at their bodies to see why they died? Sure. It's going to be real hard. Yeah. Um, chemical weapons check. Uh, let me see if I can aid you. Okay. Heal. Ah, heal. I do have a rank in heal. You have a rank in heal. That was and I aid you. you do. Yeah, you do. 29. 29. Um, as far as you can tell, Mainly because there's there's no flesh left on them. They're bones inside of armor. It looks like they just dropped dead. This doesn't make any sense. They they just dropped dead. I, all of them. What could have done this? What the Magic, hell? probably. I mean, maybe. Um, You're not wrong. It's true. But gosh, this must have been a powerful, powerful spell to take out this many people at once. What the hell happened? No idea. Well, everyone died. That's what happened. So, both sides. Yeah. Uh, we check the armor shop. Yeah, let's do a quick armor shop check. Yeah, sure. Uh, you go in there. It doesn't really require like like a big search. You can find like several pieces of like masterwork, like dwarven armor. There's some full plates, some half plate. There's breastplates, like all over the place. Like there's probably a set of a couple sets of mithril chainmail, um, as well. Percy, as you're kind of looking around, I expect you guys just kind of search it relatively thoroughly. It looks like they have like an order ledger. But it looks as if they have, like, a stack of random, like, little leaflets that have been tucked into different pages kind of recently in the last few pages that are left open. And it seems like there's a bunch of rushed, handwritten orders. And it looks like the majority of the storage area that armor would be kept in here is is pit clean. Uh, what was the range of dates? Was it all on the same day or within the, a couple days of... Of each other, the the leaflets. If you if well, if you glance back, like if you just like open up to the front of this, like yeah. this seems like this particular ledger has dates dating almost a thousand years ago. Um, uh, Holy like shit. Per- this person or this family has been making armor in this shop for a millennia. Wow. But the the last few dates, and you have to like transpose this a little bit because it's a you know it's a country that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, a bit, but you can put together. It seems like all the leaflets are within the last three weeks before it stops. And they're all rushed ordered. It seems like they're ordered like straight to like straight to the soldiers. It seems like based on this, guys, um, it seems like the dwarves maybe had some forewarning about some sort of attack. And based on what we learned about the wall, how it needed to be reconstructed and fixed, maybe there was an initial attack. And then they had to rebuild, and that's why they had to rush all these orders to make sure they could get everybody armed, ready for the second attack, whatever that was. And I don't know if they were both by the Amerialists, but that's just my working theory at the moment. Something still seems off. I got a bad feeling about this. You and me both. Yeah. I mean, you have a point, right? Obviously, they knew something was coming, but I mean, it's it's possible that whatever happened at Falcombe happened... You know, soon enough that they were able to get word before the army made their way here. True. It's hard to tell. It's impossible to say for sure. It's kind of depressing, to be honest. Yeah. You can say that again. I guess we should 
keep moving. Percy peeks in the unmarked door real quick. Oh, a little building. <laughs> yeah, you, you peek your head inside, and there is a, aside from the dust that's collected, there is a pristine anvil set in front of another statue of Torek. Seems like a tiny little shrine. Nice. Percy bows, and then leaves. The statue bows, and then leaves. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, there was another building, Ironworks or something? Metalworks? Yeah, Ironworks. Yeah, you, you peek inside. You can see, let me reveal that for you guys on the map. Is this one right uh, here? I'm going to show you. Um, it seems like a like they're making some kind of like like tools and stuff. You can see like uh, there's a couple like literally cast iron skillets and stuff like that, like that are hung up and everything. Uh, there's a small forge and bellows in here as well. It seems like a simple iron tool maker oh, okay. uh, in here. So no like uh, weapons. No, no, it doesn't seem like they make any any weapons here. The most you might find you might find like some some crude like regular picks and hammers, but they're all tools. Okay, uh, for sure. Move on. Both these places look like they were being worked in consistently they're not clean at all and this doesn't mean they've been sitting here like they look like they were under constant use before being abandoned right all right peace out keep uh, going <laughs> peace out yeah you guys continue upwards and you come up to the uh, staircase it's a long probably 50 foot staircase that goes upwards higher up <sighs> hey little dusk is this still the way to the entrance yeah uh, as far as i can tell that this this direction is the way to go want to race <laughs> Percy takes off. Oh my god! I you guys are gonna you're gonna race to the entrance, race up the stairs. Oh, okay. Josh is like, no, no. I was like, okay, I just need to know. As you guys start to go, everybody roll the fortitude save. Uh-uh. Oh, oh no! Hey, it's terrible. Fucking twelve. <laughs> Failure. Isla. Fourteen. Failure. Percy. 25. 25. Did you give yourself a plus four? Are you wearing the, are you wearing the piece of lead? Oh, I forgot. Are you wearing it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would assume so. 29. You'd be dumb I not to. I sure am. Salai. I got a 31. Success. And Holy Elgaroth. Fuck. 27. 27. Success. Okay. So Elgaroth, Salai, and Percy all take one point of constitution drain and one point of strength damage. A, you will take... Two points of constitution drain. Yum. And four points of strength damage. Extra delicious. Yep. Oh, geez. Ouch. Isla. It's a good thing you don't really strength. You will take, it would be four, but it's only three points of con drain because oh of your... God. It lowers it by one, right? Or is it two? I can't find my thing, so I don't know. You don't have it anymore. Isla lost it. It slipped oh, off her finger. Stop. I don't know where it went. It's not my Just responsibility. Keep looking. It. Percy stole it. <laughs> <laughs> Drain by one point. Yep. One point. Okay, so you take three points of constitution drain, and how many damage is removed? Just one? Two. Two? No points of strength damage. Nice. Well, it doesn't... Yeah, the three points of con drain oh, is bad. Oh, no. It's... So... Fuck. Shit. <laughs> Do you have any more spells of radiation? We prepared all that. Stuff for today? For con? You trying to get your con fixed? Not me, Isla. Nice. Because we still ha- we could fix the strength with the uh, wand. We get that wand now. Yeah, strength doesn't really matter. And like for when us. we when we went back home, didn't we get a bunch of stuff like scrolls and shit? I have four scrolls of remove radioactivity that I can use, or we can use the wand of lesser restoration if you just want to take out the strength stuff. I don't know, con is what you're worried about right now. Um, I mean, I might be fine. I mean, for right now, I'm okay. But I mean, it's lo- it lowered my HP quite a bit, so it's a fourth level spell, right? Uh, yes. If How's- we run into any more monsters, it could be an issue. How many con are you down? Isla. Three. Right. I think it's Me worth too. it. I've got four scrolls and now four spells. I can't see a reason why I wouldn't 
Yeah. Use one right yeah. now. If, you want. Sure. if you're if you're able to, that'd be great. If you haven't prepared, might as well. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and cast I'm gonna go ahead and cast remove radioactivity on my dear little Isla. Okay. Conjuring first. Yes. Four yeah. points. Yeah. Oh my god. Nice. Oh, shit. And now strength. Three. Sick. Cleaning it up. I'm back to being good now. Thank you very much, Salai. You are my hero. You're very welcome. All right, so you guys are going to continue uh, up past the stairs. Well, we raced up there. Who won? F- whoever's racing, roll for initiative. Fuck you. <laughs> Natural 20. Totals? 26. 27. Elgroth? 12. Yeah, I mean, Salai, you're swift on your feet with your travel domain, but Percy beats you just by a hair. Salai's his dimensional hop. No. <laughs> sure. How many feet do you want to use for the day? That very useful ability you can do, you can waste on racing Percy. Oh, my. How many feet do you want to use? Tell I me. I need to win. How many increments? How many feet are the stairs? No. You probably only need like 10. You're probably like right behind me and then just like the, jump at the, the very stairs end. are 60 feet. No, that's ridiculous. I'm not using it. I lose. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, 50, anyway. Yeah, 50 feet of movement. I thought it was going to be like 10 feet. You got 50 feet of movement, though. You could still win this race. No, I just counted as the, the the easiest way to do it is just go roll an issue. Whoever got the fast initiative got off the bat faster and just For beat fuck's everybody. Sake. Fair. Because even right. if Salai's like way swifter off her feet, if she gets. If she's slow off the jump, Percy's going to get up those stairs super fast, you know? I didn't really want to do this anyway. And if you, hey, if you want, I would have said Elgaroth bounds up six stairs at a time. That was my plan. When you were like, I race! That was going to be like, he beats you guys by jumping the stairs. He hops up six stairs at a time. That would have been cool. With his big, meaty basketball legs. What's at the top of these goddamn stairs? You guys enter into what seems like an entirely new, much taller portion of the city. You come to a T-intersection. It feels like going to the right will be taking you to the entrance. Percy, you can see on your right-hand side, there is a, uh, a large set of dwarven runes uh, labeling what this building is. It says Department of Public Works. Oh. And across the way from that is literally a prison. Oh. Yeah. The Department of... Public Works. Oh, the Department a, of Prison. In, in California, that place is a lie. <laughs> you can see, guys, as you come up here, there continues to be a smattering of soldiers' bodies, both Oof. of pre-Republic Arden and of Luzdanian dwarves, which is the country. Dang. Let's keep going. Where's the building? The buildings that you're talking about? Public Works is on the right here. Yeah. Jail is up here. And yeah, if you actually glance, it's in the opposite way of the shortest direction to the entrance. This actually looks like it's a barracks on your left. All right. He'll open the door to the Public Works, take a peek, just look inside the, as he opens the door. Yeah, well, you open it up, and it's a hallway to a bunch of different rooms and like offices and shit. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. He closes it and leaves. <laughs> All right, let's Forgot go. <laughs> yeah, go to the entrance. Yeah, you guys walk down the way and you can see uh, there's a stone bridge that goes over the river. It's like the river flows through here down to the lower level you guys were on, flowing downwards. Um, you pass by uh, some things uh, on your way. On your left, here above the street you guys are on, you can see... Uh, what looks to be a notary's office. Super exciting. Um, Super cool. The other building here uh, next to it is is unlabeled. Um, you can also see there seems to be, while it's walled off, you can see at the center that, that there is no top to it. But you see here, there seems to be an open air shrine of some sort. Oh, look at that. But there is, uh, you can see there is the, uh, the river. Is that Mr. Tor Daddy again? Roll a knowledge religion, whoever has it. I have it. I do too. You win. <laughs> Natural 20, 23. 
Nice. Very nice. I, that's a 20 for me. Yeah, both of you, uh, Salai and Elgaroth, with your rolls, you actually see this is a statue uh, of a dwarf sitting on some kind of like stone throne. Oh. It doesn't look like Torag. Um, the beard is is trimmed much shorter, and they're not holding like a forge hammer. They're holding a war hammer. This is the son of Torag, Trude, T-R-U-D-D. Oh, interesting. Trudet. I think it's pronounced Trud, but that's a terrible name. Trudet. It is, it's Trudet. Trud is really Trudet. bad. Trudet. Trud is real bad. He's kind of, to explain to you guys, like, he's kind of the Thor of this pantheon, you know? Just not as okay. much of a dick. Thor is an asshole in the Norse myths. He's a he's a piece of shit. He's a drunken jock. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. he's like a bully. He's a yeah, big bully. He really he's is. not a yeah. nice guy. Uh, you know that continuing to the right will take you closer to the entrance. Percy checks the unmarked building. Uh, it looks like a set of stairs. Going up or down? Up. Percy goes up the stairs. Okay. Uh, you go up three flights of stairs. Whoa. Oh my god. Do I? Until you come out to a balcony. That looks over the shrine and a a large portion of the uh, the area here. Oh my god! Um, you can't see much further than your iron stone allows you. Mm. But yeah, you go up three flights of stairs, and it eventually leads you out to this like uh, landing. Percy jumps off. <laughs> god no! Percy died. Just kidding. Percy. Okay, uh, you fall about. Uh, yeah, I mean, you take you take three points of damage because your boots the cat. Cool. You guys watch Percy go in here. About 20 seconds later, you watch him pop up on this thing and then jump off of a building. Percy! Percy, what the hell are you doing? Just searching unmarked buildings. I didn't see anything cool in there, right? There's nah. nothing in there? Nah. All right. Ayla kind of rolls her eyes. Let's just keep going. Yeah, throughout all of here, guys, you continually just see, as you get further into whatever area of the city this is, it seems like the majority of the fighting is happening in here. Um, it seems like they were... Uh, the attacking army was like held off from getting into the previous quarter you guys were in or maybe they just had yet to push that far interesting you know uh like uh like in uh lord of the rings like minas tirith like when the battle's happening in minas tirith is just like fucking bodies everywhere yeah shane originally i was gonna why are you rolling your eyes at at least it could have been like oh but instead you said some elvis shit and i was like oh (laughs) minas tirith you don't know that what that is Remember in Lord of the Rings, the third movie, the big white, like, cone-shaped city, and there's all the fighting happening? I don't remember. God, um, Shane. But yeah, Ugh. it's like in Minas Tirith. There's just, like, fucking soldiers' bodies everywhere in the dark here, just decomposed. That's... that's <laughs> just letting you guys know. Dude. No, no. <laughs> fucking, just, we're just funny. getting more and more depressed as time goes on. We're just like... Uh. We're, we're numb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you continue across this stone bridge here, across this uh, uh, swiftly running river and you continue past more buildings you get to a four-way intersection great it seems like continuing in the direction you guys have been going to the right is the quickest way to the entrance okie dokie we go that way this map is so impressive and we just see a fraction of it it's frustrating that's how impressive it it's is. super cool i like i wish i here's what i hope for us we find out what's causing this radiation and we end it so we can explore everything that would be tight. That'd be really fucking tight. Don't. I don't think that's going to. I'm not optimistic about that. Neither am I. Yeah, that's not really how like radiation works, but. I just feel like no matter what we do, we're not going to see it all. And I'm just going to always be like, mm, man, there's so much cool shit. Like lore wise, we probably missed. Should have checked that. If there was a radiation, door. we could do that. Yeah. 
I just feel like the person who made this was like, or Josh, who maybe labeled all every single building in here, was like, yeah, I want to know now. What is that building called? I know. Who lived there? Who lived there? You may, maybe you'll never know. Percy, roll a perception check. Where does that dog go? Where does that dog go? 22. Ew. Something you notice uh, because of your familiarity with like dwarven architecture and art and masonry uh, and runes, you can actually see leading downwards. um, It looks as if the floor is intricately inlaid with these crisscrossing, like imagine a like Celtic weave, but it's geometric Um, and it leads straight down this corridor until it gets to what looks like a solid 40 foot tall stone door. Shit. And this door looks strikingly similar to the massive door you saw in Felcom. The one that we couldn't get past, right? Yes. Oh, shit. Looks like the same sort of architecture. Oh, my God. Of course. And that was all spelled up, so I couldn't get past it. And I'm sorry, that that was that's where the spell is taking us? No, the okay. spell is taking you guys to the right, but you know, as you're walking by, you notice like the paving on the ground, and you like look over, maybe you take a couple steps, and you can see this humongous door that is shut in the middle of this thoroughfare, it looks like. It's another one of those doors. Just, and it's the, like, magic protected, too. I mean, it looks like the one that that was in Felcom, so, I mean, you could you can maybe assume, but there's something you know. You can probably assume it's impenetrable, you know? Yeah. With it, whatever we have available to us, at least. Yes. Percy points it out, and we keep going. We continue on. Yeah, you guys keep going, right? Mm-hmm. You walk past a number of different buildings, guys, like... There's a bunch of them. There is a, what seems to be some kind of paper maker. There looks to be... Paper maker. A book binder. There's a, just a bookshop. This seems to be a very different kind of quarter that you guys are currently in. The last one seemed like it was where they make shit. Or at least they make oh. um, metal stuff. This seems a little bit different. They make, they're making like kind of softer goods here. Um, you also see what looks to be the, the remnants of a restaurant. Restaurant. Let's go have a bite. I'm sure the food is great. Yeah, those are, the, those are the main things that catch your guys' eyes as you're going over here. But um, as you walk continually to the right, you come upon another four-way intersection. Currently, Salai, um, find the path is pulling you to the right. Still. Uh, Salai leads the group in that direction. Once again, Percy, with your knowledge of architecture, you do once again notice that down this corridor, probably about twice as wide as the one that you saw with the intricate filigree, you see once again another set of these massive sealed doors what does it mean should we try and see if like these are locked the same way the other one was I guess we could check it out but I mean just cause it we can if it's not in the direction that we're we're trying to head right now potentially not but like it wouldn't hurt us it'd take like what all it doesn't hurt to take a look a couple minutes yeah it's like within sight you know yeah I don't think it hurts to at least take a look at it just because we don't know that it's locked with the same magic Mm -hmm. so it's worth it to at least see it you know sure let's just is there a check handle or a switch? Like we're assuming or... it's we're assuming it's like locked up as tight yeah. as Falcom. So you guys go and check this out down over here. Yeah. Indeedly do. Yeah. So you guys kind of venture off of the path that Salai is being tugged on, and you walk down towards these humongous doors. And your best bet, Percy, is that they look like they're built almost in the exact same way as the the doors you saw in Falcom. So you can assume they're immensely thick. Not easy to move. Maybe not meant to be moved again. It does seem a little weird that they're in the middle of this, like, large thoroughfare. Seems a little weird. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, everybody roll a perception check. All right. 
Cocked. Cocked again. What does that look, Foz? Super cocked. Nigel's on it. Jesus Christ. Is that the metal die they got you? Yeah, It's just been crushing it. That thing is is fucking weighted. Can't stop it. Can't stop it. Can't stop it. Okay, what's your perception check, Percy? 40. Did anyone get better than a 40? Uh, I mean, no. Yes. I got a... My eyes bleed. 14. I got a 22. (laughs) You guys walk up to the store. One thing to notice is this little corridor, as well as the previous one that was locked, doesn't seem like there was like fighting in this corridor. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Maybe when the fighting was happening, maybe this is already closed off. You're not really totally sure. But something you do notice, Percy, as you guys are kind of scanning over it, you maybe like the dancing lights go up a little bit. You can see like 40 foot tall door that goes up to this like other slab of rock. You can actually see there is a diamond shaped a hole, probably about like the the ends of the diamond are probably eight like eight inches across each side, and it's a hole that goes straight into the rock. So it's is it a size? Would it be like a sideways cube, or is it an actual diamond? It's like a diamond. Right, right. It's like yay big. Nice guys. This looks like it needs some sort of key, but uh, I'm not sure if I've come across anything like that. And the the dull crystal that we found that's too small to be a similar shape to fit. Oh yeah, that thing's like just sits in this in your palm. Got it. What about the weird tube? Tubular? The weird what? Weird tube? The the, the tube core. cell. Yeah, the no. core. Oh no. No, that thing's probably two inches across. Mm-hmm. Tons of locks and no keys, it seems. There gotta be somewhere. Yes. Somewhere. This place seems pretty gigantic, so I'm not optimistic about finding them gonna be honest. Ugh, I'm just so curious though. I know. Curiosity. Everything about this place is just not at all what I expected. Me too. If I run back to the other door that was locked back there, does it have the same thing? It doesn't have any It doesn't bolt. have that, that shape in it. Wow. Oh wow. Just sticking your arm in there? That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. He's got a metal one. It's also loaded with gunpowder. Percy. Anyone else realize that Percy just has a pipe bomb on him? Literally 24-7. Yeah. Love that for him. That's what we love about Absolutely. Very nice. On point. On point. So do we keep going? Yeah, I think we just keep going. Go to the entrance. Percy, as far as you can tell, uh-huh. first of all, if you look at this thing at all, it's not grooved. It is perfectly smooth, the inside of this trapezoid. And if you, like, look real hard while your eye stones, like, you know, floating around your head, it looks like it goes the length of the door. Like, it goes straight in. Oh. It's smooth. Like, if I were to shine a light in there, like, it just... Goes on and on. Do you guys want to look inside? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah do you mean, like, put, but throw a dancing light inside there? It is a smooth, like, tube that eventually hits up against another piece of rock. Probably about, I don't know, a little bit shy of 40 feet. What does it mean? Jeez. What does it mean? The door is 40 feet thick, is what you're saying? Yeah, I think that's what Percy got, like, give or take amount. I don't remember exactly. What you got when you touched the doors and fell calm. With your glue. Maybe 50 feet. I don't remember specifically. All right, we move on. Yeah, as as you guys turn around to walk away, um, you hear... Up. Yeah. Mm, well, that's gonna... I don't... Percy, does a 28 confirm against you? <gasps> what? Confirm? Yeah, does it hit your AC? Flat-footed? Yeah. That's a confirmed critical. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, no! You better fell this check. Automatic crit. No, I rolled a natural 20. You will take 24 points of piercing damage as you guys hear a 
and you get hit in the back with a crossbow bolt. Oh my! What the God. hell? And you hear a voice. <gasps> what? In dwarvish. No. 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 Shouting, "Leave! You're already dead." <gasps> and we'll see you guys after the break. Ah! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Hey there, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh, here. And as always, thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the pod called Quest. We are truly in the thick of this quest now, folks. Much is about to be revealed, but before we go ahead and dive into that, we have a few things to take care of. Number one being, we have yet again another brand new addition to our $10 tier over on the Patreon. So we've got another shout out to take care of. So joining us in our prestigious pantheon of patrons our newest member of the $10 exemplar tier dragon 496,000 now before I go on an entire tangent about whether or not dragons 1 through 495,999 were taken I just want to say thank you we so appreciate you coming in and becoming part of the crew and on note of the patreon for current members like dragon 496,000 get ready because next week Friday the 24th we'll be releasing the second episode of the Rune Warden sessions over on the Patreon to the $5 and up tier. So if you haven't listened to the original one that came out last month, get on that. It's a really great starting point. Super fun new characters. I got a lot of cool stuff planned for this because the second one comes out in exactly a week. So get on that. And if you're not quite yet a patron and you want to hear some of this new content, head on over to patreon.com slash podcalledquest and check out the rewards there that we've got for contributors. And remember, don't forget for now through the end of July, if you sign up with an annual membership, you get two entire months for free instead of the standard one. So if you've been on the fence and you need a little something to push you over, make sure you check that out before July or else you might miss out on some savings. As always, a huge shout out to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, The Game Kitchen, CD Projekt Red, and Owlcat Games for the use of their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them as well as all the other composers whose music we use via Creative Commons at podcalledquest.com slash music and in each and every episode show notes and of course go on and check out causecalledquest.com where you can find links to a number of causes that we support so you can get informed and even if you want to donate all right everybody let's get back into it i'm sure you're all dying to figure out what the hell is going on here once again thank you all for listening and a massive gigantic shout out to all of our patrons for donating we will see all of you right back here for our three year anniversary on friday July 1st for episode 68. Have a good weekend, everybody. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm scared. Thanks, Josh. It's good to be back. Hey, welcome. Welcome back to welcome back to the game room, Shane. Yeah. And the, again, the greatest state in the, the fucking world. Absolutely. It's okay. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> it's okay. better than a number of the other ones. Um, well, you guys were checking out this large sealed door, reminiscent of the ones you couldn't get through back in Felkholm, probably close to a week ago at this point. And you found this like, vertical diamond tube that's carved straight into the stone doors here. You saw the dancing light inside. You saw that it was smooth, and it went almost the entire length of the door after you guys spent a little bit of time looking at it kind of decided it wasn't worth your time or whatever it's supposed to do. You, you don't have the requisite items 
to activate it. And upon turning around to leave, you heard a swift sliding of stone, the ratcheting of metal and wood, and Percy was struck in the back by a crossbow bolt. A crit. Just want to clarify, it was a crit. God damn. It was a secret thing, so I didn't get to celebrate that natural 20. My cat's eye green rolled the natural 20 there. It was awesome. Shit. And you heard a dwarvish voice. So only only Percy speaks dwarvish, right? Anybody else speaks dwarvish here? No, Dwarven? No. Oh, Elgroth does? Okay, Elgroth understands it too. You heard the words, and it does seem like a slightly older dialect. I think Percy, who has studied this a little bit more, you've been able to put it together a little bit. Elgroth, some of the words don't make complete sense. But Percy, you hear this voice shout the words, leave, you're already dead. What do you guys do? Isla's going to immediately shout, Percy, are you okay? Percy's like, like falling forward. She rushes over to Percy. There's a bolt sticking out of his right shoulder blade. Oh my God. Get down, everybody, get down. Elgroth turns around to see where the shot came from. Get away. It seems the only place it could have came from was inside the tube. Oh, it came from the other side of the tube. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was from his, from behind us. Yeah. No, oh, no. He turned around. You guys turned around to go back to follow Salai's spell back to the entrance, back, like, you know, up on the map. And that bolt came out of the tube. Agaroth yells in to the tube. No, you're dead! <laughs> as soon as I get over this door! You said that in common? Yeah, you shout that. It, it echoes out through the stone halls here. I don't know. Does a 25 hit your AC, Elgaroth? From through the door? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take 15 points, so six points of piercing damage as you guys hear. I'm not standing in front of that thing anymore. And you get struck in the chest with a bolt. Elgroth, get down. What is happening? What are they saying? You hear another dwarvish voice shout, leave. Take whatever you want and leave. Wait, who what? is it? Who's in there? A couple, I think, dwarves. Hold on, everybody back away from the tube. Let me talk to him. And as he's like pulling, trying to pull the bolt out of it from his back, but can't quite reach it. In Dwarvish, you're here to rob our homeland. Just take what you want and leave. In Dwarvish, Percy responds, No, we're not. We're here to help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, You don't get a response. Please, we're here. Uh, Okay. We're here. Trying to find out what happened here. What really happened? How what, How long have you been down here? That's kind of a long pause. Your dwarvish is terrible! I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, everything that I'm saying and you're saying is in dwarvish currently. Elgarth uh, yells in dwarvish. Your dwarvish is edible! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I was sent here from my, my mentor. He is of the, the Makine family. Have you heard that name? Mekine? Yes. Oh. He's our worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> we the, hate this, him. <laughs> this is the reason all of this <laughs> happened. Like, oh Percy, no. <laughs> no, there's a pause. And Percy, you can hear another dwarvish voice. Um, they seem to be speaking more quietly, like to each other. And one of them in dwarvish is like, did they say Mekine? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they said Mekine. What? Why did they send you here? To find find out what happened to their father and perhaps gather some family relics. It's kind of a long pause. You hear one of the dwarves say to the other one, I'll stay here. Go get the alderman. You hear shouted down the tube, just echoing down to you in dwarvish. Don't move. We won't. Are you guys like all like laying on the ground at this point, basically? 
like crouched down essentially. I was crouched on the ground. Or like just strafing the walls, you know. Yeah, just out of the line of sight, out of the line of fire from this tube, basically. Percy will like turn back, you know, turn back to face the rest of the group and quickly explain what the gist of the conversation was. And uh, Salai, do you mind uh, pulling this bolt out of my back and give me a little little boost? I've lost a little blood. Absolutely. Please. So she is going to very gently take that (laughs) bolt out of him. (laughs) (laughs) One, two. (laughs) Go to your happy place. Oh no. Is it barbed? (sighs) Be awful. Do you want to save your channel and just use a (laughs) cure spell or would you rather channel? I have a wand of cure light ones. Let me just burn some of these. Oh, there you go. Oh, let me get one of those. Oh, sorry, three. Two. Percy. I want one. One, two, seven, four. Just tell me I'm going to stop. Four, two. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Two. Make sure you're counting those charges. I am. Seven. That's fine. How many you got left? Uh, it's 50 charges. We got plenty. Yeah, I'll take one. Eight. We're good. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. You're able to scoot across the floor a little bit to Percy, who's probably like, he's been shouting up from lying on his stomach, because if he turns over, he doesn't want to, can you imagine bumping the, the bolt? Oh, God. Ow. Oh, God. But there's probably like five or ten minutes that goes by. He was just lying here in silence. How are they still alive? I don't know. Maybe those walls protect from radiation? Can we? Possible? Sounds we, like they know Zillion or his family. Can we ask them about the radiation, by the way, since we're here at the door? I suppose. They told us to wait. So we can ask them questions, maybe. Oh, I'll try. <clears throat> and he's like, he's got his face next next to the hole. You're like, the wall. your back is against the door and yeah. you're kind of like half leaning. Yeah. Um, roll, are- roll a perception check because you get like a tiny view inside the hole. His lips are the only thing like peering around the edge. Uh, 36. 36, yeah. You're just able to make out, first of all, you can see there's a, a low amount of ambient light on the other side of this door. And as you just get a quick glance, you can see an extremely pale dwarvish face. <sighs> They're, you know, normal beard and everything like that. Um, looks like a normal dwarf. They're just very pale. They haven't seen sunlight for a while. And something you notice is they have the most vibrant violet irises. Oof, they are oh. they're super mutant dwarves. I knew it. They've been eating those crystals. Oh. Um. <laughs> Meth dwarves. I don't know. I was, I like, I support that theory. Immediately. <laughs> we got crystalline dwarves, guys. Oh, it's that's creepy. I knew it's it. not hey. good. Excuse me. Hello? You still there? Oh, hello, sir. You can see, like, the eyes, like, squint and they're looking at you. And, like, the, you see, like, this, like, crossbow moves away. Gets, like, kind of. <laughs> I said to wait. I got, I have. May I ask a question, please? No promises, I'll answer it. So, do you know anything about radiation? Have you heard that word before? Yeah. Just check it, just check it. Trying to get my base here. Are you all not affected by it? As you ask that question, you can hear another voice, like a gruffer voice. You also hear alongside it, doesn't sound like footsteps, you almost hear like something grinding on stone, and uh, hear another voice in Dwarvish ask, like, what did you call me out here for? And you hear the other, the other, the dwarf you were talking to is like, only, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We have, we, we had more intruders, but they were looters, but they say they know the Makines. A couple moments go by. You hear in common. Who are you? Percy looks around at everyone. We are a group of individuals. You said you know the Makines. Yes. I know one of them. He's the one that sent me. Yes. Say we're hired help. 
Don't lie. She's my mentor. We're hired help for sure. No, we gotta be closer than hired help. Commissar Zora Mekine died like the rest of our people. He had a son, Zillian. If you kind of look at the tube at all, you see like moving up to like within sight is this gruff looking dwarf with a relatively short cropped beard. Vibrant, violet irises. His boy's alive. Yes, I'm close with him. I have studied some of Zorn's work. Percy, your arm. Show them. Uh, okay. And Percy will, like, stop the torch circling above his head for a second and, like, lean the light and expose it to the vision of the tube. This is uh, Zillion's work. Ah, yeah, you've got a clockwork hand. Yes. Great. Okay. Well. (laughs) Okay. You can take that off, can't you? Why don't you pass it here? No, no, no. That's that's okay. That's all right. Thank you. But if you open up, I can show it to you. <laughs> Lad, you think if we could open the doors, we'd still be here? They're stuck. Oh, right. Why don't you just take whatever you need and get out of our homeland? We don't want your help. We know you're just here to take from us, and we can't stop you. Well, if you're... S- if you're stuck, how does the door unlock? Can we help you? Uh, you don't speak Dwarvish, do you? They said common, right? He's talking in common. Oh, I'm Hence sorry. the I'm accent. So mm-hmm. Maybe we can help you. I don't trust you. Is there something maybe we could do to earn your trust? Do you need any help? I don't think they want to come out here, guys. Well, if all of the riches are out here, what would be the point in getting into that room? No, I mean the radiation. Well, that, they seem safe in there. That's... Are you guys safe in there? For the most part. Okay, I don't come out. It sucks. <laughs> Is that an orc you've got with you? Well, all right then. What? There was some subtext in what you said. I guess we'll just leave then. I don't trust you. Well. If what you say is true, you know the Mekines. What's left of them? Maybe we could talk. But why would I trust? We've had looters for years. Hundreds of them. How can we prove it to you? That burden of proof is on all of you, not on me. I've got people to look after. What's your names? Let's start with that. I like kind of nudges Percy. Percival Newcomb at your service. (laughs) You hear like softly. Doesn't sound orcish. (laughs) That's That's not my name. That's my name. And why did you yell it? I wanted to say at your service. He always says that. I never get to say it. Oh, God. So you with the funny hat. You're Percival Newcomb. Yes, and that's, that's Elgaroth, the one uh, at your service. Yeah, I understand. Uh, my name's Isla. Nice to meet you. I'm Salai. Salai Giles. And my name is Avendra, but you can call me A. Well, nice to meet you all. Thanks for coming to visit us here in Caglumgrad. What's left? Thank you for sharing your crossbow bolts with us. Aye, you'd understand if you knew how many people come here looking to take from us. Look, you have every right to protect yourselves and your people. We're not trying to give you any grief for that. Seems like you have an advantage, though, from... It is. Look... Sounds like an advantage to me. What happened to you? Well, judging by a number of your accents, you should know you're Ardish. See, that's the thing. Um, We don't. We don't. Carthen actually caught from Cathar. I'm not Ardish. I'm an orc. Look, I, I uh, read a lot of books and study history and stuff. Oh, well, good for you, lass. 
See, the problem is, is that we came here thinking that a dragon attacked and that's what wiped all of you guys out. And, and it's very clear that that's not what happened. That's what we've been told this whole time. Every book I've ever read has always mentioned this. I, I've never heard anything about a war. This something happened here and they've been hiding it from all of us. You guys see the, the face moves out of the, the hole you guys can see, or at least from, from view. And there's like a few moments that go by where it's just quiet. You hear the same voice. You're telling me that, that that's why no one's come up here? Everyone thought they'd get killed by the dragon. It's also um, technically illegal to be here. Yeah. We found out recently. Yes. So I guess we're the ones stupid enough to try and come up here. Percy, you hear softly under this person's breath. Um, probably the most vile curse a dwarf could say. Yeah. Ooh. Elgroth punches Just imagine it's like, the, it's like you hear it and you're like, fuck, dude. Look, despite all of the stories and the warnings and all of that, we still came here, though, for, for Zillion. You wouldn't be the first. People have been coming here, taking what's ours for centuries. Adventurers like all of you. Do they actually leave, though? We've been sick for days. I don't know, lass. Can't see the entrance. Hmm. Percy, I don't know if you want to explain what it is that we're looking for. Maybe that would help. I don't think it would. They wouldn't give it to us. They don't trust us. I guess why we're looking for it. Remember what Zillian said? He wanted to save all of his people. What if it might be the key to getting them out? She's whispering all of this. She doesn't want them to hear. Just okay. In case. You're all a stealth check if you want to be specifically. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. Can Definitely. we hear what you're saying? She's talking to us. I'm, She's talking I'm, to I'm being very whispered. Yeah, I mean, we're, oh, okay, gotcha. This side of the 40 yeah. feet of stone. Stealth, I got a 21. Okay, well, in that sense, I guess we could try. Another idea, would Zillion know about the mechanisms? He wasn't, He did, did he live here? No, he was just a baby. Mm. Little tiny baby. I don't think he'd know anything. Do baby dwarves know about mechanisms when... No? I, I don't think so. Okay. What are you all talking about down there? You come here, say you know the sun, one of our people's greats, and then you start whispering. You tell me that your country's been lying about us for 300 years. Yeah, and we... I now want to expose that truth. How do I know you don't open these doors and kill the dwarves that are left here? We're the last. Well, because Zillion sent me to save you. How do I know you're telling the truth, lad? Everyone thinks... Roll a sense motive. <laughs> That's not how this works. Everyone thinks you're dead already. What would be the point? Because I've got 297 other Kaglamgrad dwarves to look after. My name is Olni, and I'm the alderman of this place. I've been in here since I was three years old. What can I offer you as a tribute to uh what can i do to convince you that you said that this mckine helped you make your hand yes give it here give a little trust oh, maybe you get some oh, percy, i've like, got a few that would remember percy starts to nod and then he starts to unscrew his hand off of the culverin and ching, places it inside the tube and just gives it a big thrust to like slide it through down the tube 40 feet yeah, and it slides real nice. Like this is a very smooth hole. And as you as you kind of thrust it down, you watch as a hand kind of grabs it, this meaty hand, and you watch it disappear from inside the hole. You see like the face of the dwarf. I'll be right back. 
and you hear this this grinding uh, on stone. It doesn't like footsteps. And you guys kind of wait there. You see once again the crossbow gets like loaded into the into the hole again. You see the other dwarf, the violet eyes are looking over. Percy puts his back against the wall and he's like looking inside of the barrel of his now exposed cannon and he's just like checking it, making sure that the powder's sealed tight and everything's ready to be fired. Just put it right in that hole and blow yeah, him exactly. away. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get you like a harpoon for that shit. He can do a grapple launcher and a sniper rifle. That's outside of your range you commit though. Well, you guys wait here for like 10 minutes, just quietly. And eventually you hear this like kind of, you know, rolling grinding sound. And you see the crossbow get moved from inside this this shaft. And you see this dwarf Olney, as he called himself, kind of look through the, the hole again. And you hear, and your hand falls out of the hole. Percy probably quickly snatches it before it hits the floor. All right, lad. I've got a few that knew I'm a kind's handiwork. I'm taking your word on this. I'm trusting you. All right? Hey, look at me. Percy, like, puts his eye in and then puts his whole face into the tube. Take an arrow to the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But it gives you a dope scar. I'm going to level with you here. This makes me nervous. Like I said, there are 298 of us, counting myself. There were 3,000 dwarves that went behind the sealed doors when all happened. There's not many of us. But I'm taking you at your word and that hand. If you are who you say you are, you know who you know. We could use your help. We're here to help. You see him kind of like look away for a bit and like shake his head. There's only one way to power the sealed doors, get them open. There was a malfunction not too long after we got in here. We've got no way to open them. We've been here ever since. Luckily, plenty of food, places to sleep. We've also got ways to mitigate the radiation you're probably feeling. Us dwarves are made of heartier stuff. We've got that resistant bonus on saving throws against poison. Good Good for you. But we can't open this place without a power source. Lad, your dwarvish is a little slow, but it seems like you know what you're talking about. You ever heard of a Kurdizar? Kurdizar? It literally translates to heart spark. Oh, the heart spark. (laughs) Place the cube inside my chest. chest. (laughs) Archibald (laughs) Lickwicky. We are looking for a cube. A heart spark. It's a little device that runs most of the place. It's a gem. It's small. About the palm size. You've seen one of those? Yeah, inside those little buggy bots. That were... Oh, the Gearworks. Yeah. Yeah, you ran into a few of them. Which ones? Um, The ones... One with a big old harpoon gun. Ah, yeah, the Gearworks Ballista. Watch out for those. Yeah. Yeah, those were not fun. So you saw... Did you get any of them? Yeah, I got one right here. But it's cracked. That's not going to do it. So we do have to get one of those little buggers alive. Not one of the little ones. Uh-oh. The hot sparks are good at doing their job. Powering the gear works. Powering plenty of things. We need a bigger one, though. To power the doors. Where can we find one of those big ones? Best place I know you could find uh, one of the guardians, the big ones, would be inside the gear works themselves. Oh, no. But we can't destroy it. We need it alive, right? Oh, you're talking about how... <laughs> The discharge and they've defeated. Yeah, we've got tools for that. You hear uh, the sliding of their object is like you see his hand get pushed through the tube, and you see falling out is this like little strange cylindrical dwarven contraption with like a little like tool on the end of it. Just comes sliding out and land on the ground. It's got like kind of gears that wrap around it. You can use that 
That'll open the door to the gearworks if it's closed, which I assume it is. You can also use it to stop the buggers from a, you know, blowing up on your face. Then you can then you can harvest the Kurdiza hotspot. Excuse me. Wow. Okay. If you can find this, bring us the Guardian's hotspot. We can get the doors open, and then we can talk. Sounds fair. Um, could you tell us maybe where uh, Gearsworks is? Yeah, the Gearworks is over by the uh, Anvil Quarter. It's back towards the mines. Oh yeah, but what about past the, the big forge? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a ways north of that. If you're looking to find your way, there's a map by the front entrance. Look for the big map slab. Didn't you walk right by it? No. How did you miss it? We came a different way. <laughs> we there's there's no other proper entrance to Kagmungrad. Where'd you come in? Some do- stop pulling my leg. Some dwarves made their own exit as I think they were trying to escape with one of the excavators. Came in through the mines. We followed the tunnel in. They didn't make it, though. You came in through the deep mines. Sure did. That's a first. It wasn't pleasant, I'll tell you that. Well, look, little lad, I'm trusting you with this. I'm taking you at your word and at your hand. Uh, I'll show you. Promise. If you can do this for us. You'd be doing us a mighty large favor. We'd owe you something. Why don't you come back? Then we'll talk. Maybe we can help you out with what you're looking for. That sounds great. What are, what are you looking for? It's um, one of the Makines family heirlooms. It's supposed to help save his people, he said. That's what he told me. It's some sort of cube. A cube? Like, like a box? Right. No, like a square. A box is made of squares. Whoa. <laughs> he said I'd know it when I seen it. He tell you where it's supposed to be. He has no idea, unfortunately. Didn't he say it'd probably be on his dad? Right. Yeah, he said that his dad would have it. So wherever he is now, I guess. You literally hear this dwarf go. <laughs> well, that's gonna put a few wrinkles in things. Oh my, why don't you bring back that heart spark and then we'll, uh, and then we'll talk. Okay. You want to find your way, just follow the road straight around here for a bit to get to the entrance, the front gates. You'll find the map slab, a point in the direction to the gear works. It's not far. You probably walked right past it. Probably. Um, okay. Sounds good. Uh, so we find the guardian, we kill him, but not too hard. You gotta use the tool. We gotta stick this in them. It's a master tool. You gotta use it. While it's alive. Before it surges. You gotta use it. And where do we put the tool? I don't know. I'm not a gearsmith. I'm uh, sure we'll figure it out. Yeah. I I've lived in here my whole life. My father was a miner. Percy's good with that kind of stuff. Right, Percy? Yes. Hopefully. I, I mean, I do have some experience, but I don't know. The clockwork stuff is still a little bit out of my league, but we'll find out. You'll do fine. You seem like, you know, if, if you were able to help him a kind make that hand, a few of the uh, old-timers I talked to said it's fine, Mick, so uh, good on you. Yeah, he's uh, the best there is. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Use the master tool. That'll also get you inside. I assume the gearworks is likely closed. Right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll be on our way. And uh, thank you. Appreciate the chance. Aye. And we run away towards... As you guys are walking away, you go, Hey, uh, hold up! 
one more thing. And you hear the sound, that sound once again of like the, the grinding, the moving over stone. And then you hear another thing get slid through the tube here. And he watches this like little like wrapped piece of cloth like twine around it. Just comes and falls on the ground. Well, so you take some of that, chew on it. It'll help with things. That's Armagren. Only grows here. Firstly, you would know that Armagren literally means white pine in uh, Dwarvish. Hmm. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. He opens it up and wads a bit and puts it in his gums. Yeah, it's these little fine, oh, they're almost like a pine needles, but they're like stark white. How addictive are they? <laughs> Don't tell A that. <laughs> are you asking him? No, she's she's curious. And I mean, honest. you can roll a knowledge nature if you guys want to know anything about it. Yeah. These dudes freaking hooked on that shit. That's why their eyes glow. Oh, the eyes are glow. Like I will say their eyes don't glow. They're just vibrant, Uh-oh. like purple violet. Uh, 17 knowledge nature. 17? 22. 22. Yeah, as you're looking at this, Percy Nogroth, you guys are like, oh, I've heard about this. Like, it's super rare, but it's it's called clean thistle in common. Um, it, it can help with the effects of radiation. So so the, the needles of this bitter white herb can be used to alleviate the effects of radiation poisoning. A creature that chews or drinks the tea made from the needles of clean thistle is affected by neutralized poison. The effect is cash level ninth, except that the effect can neutralize only the oldest poison affecting the creature. So if you have like multiple poison effects, it affects the oldest one. So you get a little chance to help against um, radiation poisoning. And you know what's crazy? This is an official Pathfinder item. Whoa. It's amazing. All right, guys. Uh, Do we choose like during the day? Bottoms up. He just said, chew on these. It'll help. All right. That's great. Chew them. We will take it. They're really, it's it's like harshly bitter. It's not enjoy. It's not an enjoyable experience in any way. Tally-ho. <laughs> tally Yeah, on the way out. To find the map. When we're out of earshot, A will be like, he made it sound like we'd be doing him a small favor. They've been in there for 300 years. A little understated of a statement, I think. I would agree. Just because it's been 300 or so years, them trapped behind those walls, I don't think that took away any of the dwarvishness in them. Still quite proud and stubborn. Probably made it worse. Never met a dwarf that wasn't stubborn or proud, even when they're desperate. I've only met so many dwarves, so noted, I guess. It makes sense. Well, you guys continue north out of here, and you get to this four-way intersection where you can see on the right does lead down to what you can assume eventually to the front gates. But you can see over here on your left-hand side on the map this little uh, this little slab right there. You see that little uh, semicircle? That is a massive slab of stone, and etched into it is a map of the city. <gasps> a map! Let me go ahead and grab this file and drop it into the Discord. I'll yes. give you the exact... It's not the same map I'm working off of. It is uh, a version of it I made for the map stone. Which you guys would have seen if you came in the front door, but, uh, you know. You guys are located. Let me go point to it since I can't uh, ping it on roll 20. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. So you guys can see you are currently standing in front of the narrow gate, which leads to the high gates at the front of the city. You are smack dab almost in the center of the Great Hall. You came in from the deep mines into the ore works, into the anvil quarter, and you can see the Gearworks is off to the left-hand side of the Anvil Quarter. Gearworks. I swear they were saying Gayworks. <laughs> Gearworks. Gear. Gear. 
but yeah, you guys are here. You can you can see the entirety of the map. It's it's real big. Yeah, it's fucking giant. Holy shit! This you is- guys have seen not a lot of it. No, 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 we've barely seen any of it actually. Percy, you can tell the uh, the previous door you saw with like the intricate um, golden filigree on the ground leads to some kind of temple, and where you guys are actually leads to um, what would be the common quarter. The door you're currently talking to only the alderman through uh, would be called the common quarter, but you're inside the great hall currently. You got to backtrack a bit. Okay. As you guys uh, start to go back, roll a fortitude save. No. Oh, no. Wait. Let's is everybody is everybody uh, chewing on the? Yeah. The yeah. I'm chewing. I'm chewing. Chew, chew, chew. Okay, so I'm gonna roll the castle level check for the neutralized poison for each person as they're you're all chewing the clean thistle. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's roll for A. You're good. You suffer no ill effects. Nice. Oh. Isla, you're good. You suffer no ill effects. What? Percy, you're good. You suffer no ill effects. What the fuck? Salai, you're good. You suffer no ill effects. And Elgroth, you still need to roll your save. No. Sorry, dude. Uh, 20. Uh, You're good. You take a point of... Oh. Oh, my God. Sorry. 19. You're still good. (laughs) Jeez. You take one point of drain for con and one point of strength damage. (laughs) Just all of a sudden, no. (laughs) Okay. This thistle is the shizzle. <laughs> it sure is old. Shout out 2008. Yeah, there, there, there may be some, uh, there may be only an amount you can use per day out here, but at least for this little bit. Good to know. Maybe you'll get some uh, some, some more information how it works when you talk to only. Thanks, dwarf people. But you dwarf. go ahead and start to make your way back, guys. I'll just ping you along. You just head straight all the way back here and you eventually make your way. I'm just going to open this up. Yeah. Over here, you make your way back to this causeway. Shit. Here we go. Once again, you come upon a massive slab of dwarven stone, similar to the, the sealed the sealed doors you guys saw on Felcolm, and now blocking in only in his people. Something that does stand out immediately is you can see what looks like a dwarven body crushed up to its waist in the doors. Ah. Its torso sticking out. An arm stretched out. Oh, no. And lodged in its other hand is a very similar tool to the one you currently have. Oh, sick. Oh. Percy will snag that right up. You grab that. Um, these are called Gearsmith Master Tools. If you want to know what those are, you have two of them. You can see there is a, a what looks to be like a dwarven contraption on the front of this doorway. Kind of like two halves, almost like finger together. But they, uh, it does look, there's like a keyhole on it. It's like a device. Percy will turn to Isla and be like, Isla, if you, if we need the chance for you to get up and get one of those guardians, I think you might be the quickest to be able to do so. I can do my best. I will say, in order to use the tools, you have to have at least five ranks in knowledge engineering. Well, I think no that's way. the only one is me. Well, shit. Never mind, Isla. <laughs> Take C back, C's. I don't think I'll be of much use. It's all you. And in order to stop it from discharging, you have to be adjacent to the creature when it hits zero hit points. So you're going <laughs> to have to figure that out, bud. Foz <laughs> <laughs> is excited for this. Okay. <laughs> Salah, you might need to help me <laughs> somehow. Before we go into the gear works, can I maybe get some of that remunerating oh, activity stuff? How much are you down? I'm not down that much, but I want to be at my best if we're fighting something called a guardian. Well, I'm I'm down three con. So am I. Okay. 
and, and three strength. I can I can help Witcher. both of I can help both of you guys out. I still have three. I haven't used any of my scrolls, and I still have three today. Okay. So let me do it for both of you. Yeah, guys. that's a lot. Algroth, con first two strength. Do you have any? Yeah, I have three. Four. Woo! Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. First, you're up. E. Con three. Yeah. Strength four. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you. Got Thank you. you. Okay. Well, just now we don't really know what we're getting ourselves into in here, but uh, I'm going to attempt to open this door if everybody's ready. Dang. Ready as I'll ever be. Here we go. Percy sticks the uh, device into the contraption. Yeah. As you're holding this, like, it's like this dwarven cylinder with like a tool sticking out of it. Uh, imagine as if you had this this cylinder and you you like slid it through multiple cogs. There's like gears around it, like almost like a like a tooth yeah. feel to the actual tool. Um, you kind of pull up the device, you kind of pull up the, the the master tool, and you look at the one you just found, and the two tools on them are different. Mm. And you go to like try to do something on the little device, and nothing matches up. Roll a, a, a knowledge engineering for me. Do I get the plus five? Sure. 39. Yeah, you're staring at these and you're kind of fiddling with them. And you just kind of run your thumb over one of the little gears. And as you do that, you watch as the tool on the front just... And another tool comes out. Sick. Whoa. And it like rotates. And you flip the gear a couple times and you watch as the, the tool just... Different tools come out from inside these things. Wait. You flip the other one, it does the same thing. And there's all these strange little devices and weird little, like, screwdrivers and pliers and, like, weird little things yeah. kind of come out of this. Some of these have, like, little... They're, like, crystal-tipped and, like, weird little devices and, and tools on the ends of these on this master tool. And you kind of cycle through a little while and you eventually find something you think could maybe work. So go ahead and roll a disabled device. Okay. Eat. Yeah, without these, this device, you couldn't even roll a disabled device on it. You wouldn't be allowed. 29. 29. So you take the master tool and you rotate through a couple different tips until eventually you find a few things that slot together. And you eventually get the tool fully inserted into this device. And it allows you to basically grab the tool as a handle and rotate it one full clockwise spin. And you hear a... As the entire device moves six inches into the door, you can remove the tool before this all happens. And you watch as the slabs... And you're left into this hallway, into another larger area. Well... There we go. Let's do it. He'll send the lights in. Perception. As the lights travel into this area, you can see there's a number of more dwarven buildings. This area is not multiple stories, though. It's only a single story. And as you walk in, you see a number of different workbenches. And you notice that there are all kinds of strange contraptions, metallic arms, gantries, pistons, hydraulic lifts inside this area. And as you turn to the left... There's a wide open workshop and currently standing in the center of it is a tall metallic humanoid. It's chest angled down towards the ground in some kind of deactivated fashion. And he watches in the chest of it is a faint, pulsing, glowing red heart spark. Probably about four times the size of the ones you saw before. And as you all step into the room, he watches the red light turns on and watches the chest of this thing ratchets upward. Oh my god, it is Iron Man. Jesus. 
and we'll see you in episode 68. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah. It looks like this. Yeah. Oh, Sick. Oh, my God. Look at it. What is happening? I'm so confused. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs>